0: Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance.
1: At Kohl's Friends and Family Sale, the back-to-school savings add up with an extra 20% off. Save on Skechers for the family. Girls stretch jeggings just $12. And
2: save on an Instant Pot and luggage. Plus, take an extra 10% off home. Plus, everyone gets Kohl's cash. Plus, free Amazon returns now at all Kohl's stores. This weekend at Kohl's. Offers valid July 25th through 28th. 20% with promo code FAMILY.
1: 10% off home with promo code HOMEDEAL10. Some exclusions apply. See so store or kohls.com for details.
3: Legends are born every year. Plus, plays are recalled for Generations. And we bitch and we moan and groan about it. Those refs think. And for nearly three decades, one host has lived and talked about each and every moment.
4: Lynch in the backfield. Russell looks inside. Oh my God! he picked
5: off at the goal line! He picked off! picked off! It's Tracy Porter again! He... Covering
3: his 29th Super Bowl, you can't spell... Super Bowl without Tony Bruno. S-U-P. Oh, wait. Never mind. It's the Tony Bruno Show, live from Comedy Sports, San Jose.
2: The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now. With everything you need to let the savings flow like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brush nickel finish for just 99 bucks, It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More do-it. Offer valid October 5th while supplies last.
6: You are looking live, as they say on TV.
7: It was Brent Musburger who used to say that all the time on CBS back in the day. It is the Tony Bruno Show live podcast. We are at CSZ San Jose Comedy Sports in San Jose in a great theater here in the Camera 3 cinemas downtown San Jose. Good crowd came out tonight. I want to thank the people here in the Bay Area who came out because I don't want to be negative, Robin. Miss Robin's here with me. Our buddy, the great Miss Robin, who really helps put everything together. I yell at her all the time. Because it's, it, it's about tough love. I want to teach her the ropes the yeah, proper screw,
1: way. Screw that tough love, man.
7: Robin and I, were I'm yelling at her in the parking lot this morning over at the Caltrain in San Jose. I
1: need to periscope that.
7: We should have periscoped <laughs> that. So we're we take so we're staying at Robin's mom's house in Menlo Park. Uh, we got in Saturday. Her mom lives in Menlo Park. So we take we go to SFO, and then we get the rental car, and we drive down to Menlo Park on Saturday, and it wasn't a lot of traffic because it's still early, you know? And then we go and... We, mom's Robin's mom, who has a Ph.D. from Stanford. I don't know what happened to Robin, but her mom's either. got a Ph.D. I, She's I stuck with know. me, who's a schlep who went to Temple, and her mom's like a Ph.D. With, uh, in linguistic anthropology. Linguistic
1: anthropology, I know. Two. She's like a brainiac or something.
7: I got, I, so I go drive on the, we drive on to the, and I've been to Stanford, man. I remember going to the old Stanford Stadium, and I haven't been to the new one yet, but unbelievable campus. It's amazing. It goes like for 50 miles, the Stanford. It's like the biggest campus in America. You guys know that, right? Out here, it's unbelievable. It just goes on and on and on and on. So anyway, we go. So we go. We went. went and saw the Denver Broncos practice fields because they're practicing over Correct. in Stanford. And then the next day, we went over to San Jose and we went to San Jose State where the Carolina Panthers are practicing. And so everybody's down here in the South Bay, even though there's a lot of action up in San Francisco, the media center. So we take Caltrain this morning. So we drive from Menlo Park down to San Jose to come all the way south to jump on Caltrain and go all the way back to the city to go to media Because this is where
1: we were ending up. So we're like, okay, well, we should have the car down here because who knows what the traffic's going to be like. So we kind of did a roundabout way. But the cool thing was is that on the way back from San Francisco, we got to go in the media bus, which was my first time – Tony's done it many, but my first time being on the media bus with a police escort.
7: Yes, we had six oh buses. Oh, my goodness. Six buses of media slime balls who don't deserve any kind <laughs> of a. Uh... Any kind of police escort, they should be in the back of the police car. So SFPD, the motorcycle guys are all out there. We get on the 280 in the city, then we're on the 101, and we're in the HOV lanes. And all these motorcycle guys are making sure nobody cuts in, nobody's within a they lane of a us. They did a
1: fantastic job, and, and like, let me tell you, that's time. the only way to travel from San Francisco to San Jose was with police yes. escort.
7: <laughs> Next time you're stuck on a 101, just call the I SFPD it. motorcycle guys and have them go out there and block all the traffic so you can get off. Then we got off at Guadalupe Parkway and they blocked all the traffic. They wouldn't let anybody get anywhere near us. That's about the best I'll probably feel all week as a yeah, VIP. Yeah, that was, that was very thing. cool. No, the, the fans out here in the Bay Area and you know this, Robin, and on many, many 17 years on with Gary Radnich on on KNBR and a lot of great <laughs> fans out here and this is my second home. Philly's my home, but the Bay Area, it's like my second home. People have been so great to me over the years and I love coming out here and you can see, I mean, we put we we posted that we're going to be here at Comedy Sports. We didn't know how many people would come out, and there's a nice little crowd here. And we want to thank everybody for coming out. Now, did everybody go and park in the garage because you get validated, right? Is that right, Jeff? Yeah. So everybody get a parking. When you, did you park in the garage or on the street?
1: Well, if you're yeah, if you're on the street, it's free too, right? Is After it a certain time? No, no, no? it's not. Ah.
7: After six, you're okay, right? Well,
1: but they can't be as bad as Philadelphia. No, PP they give either. you a
7: ticket one minute before the meters expire in Philly. I'm not kidding. They, they have the worst. But anyway, enough about that. We're gonna have fun tonight. We want to thank everybody, but. To get everybody uh, warmed up for the show, the great people at comedy sports, there's 23 locations around the world, comedy sports. Correct. And It's been here in San Jose with 23 years also, right?
1: I think we need to do a tour of comedy sports. Go to every single location, do a remote from Including
7: everything. Berlin, Germany. Berlin one.
1: and the U.K. And, and Manchester, Manchester. And
7: Manchester, England. And comedy sports, for those who don't know, and it's amazing, it's improv. And it's an improv show where there short are
1: short form improv and just there are like, two
7: groups so it's not it's not about sports it's not like funny sports that's what we do here but there's we two do teams sports. the reason
1: why it's comedy sports is that there's two teams competing against each other for points that don't matter
7: exactly and then the audience gets involved and it's a lot of fun if you've never seen a show come on out here in san jose or any of the other comedy sports locations around the country and the man who runs this place who obviously miss robin knows jeff we from go way way, way, way back. back in time yes back in the days when there were troglodytes
1: Back in the days when he and I both didn't have any gray hair.
7: Exactly. (laughs) Now, But now you both look good. And Jeff is the CEO, CFO, BMOC. He's the guy that runs this great theater here where they do comedy sports every every Friday night at 9 o'clock. Correct. And then Saturday they have two shows, 7 p.m. and the Midnight Show. And you know what time the Midnight Show is? No, No. (laughs) 9.15. The Midnight Show is 9.15. I think they're confused. They don't know whether it's West Coast time or East Coast time. So it's midnight on the East Coast. But it's nine fifteen. and the midnight show is a, a well. Adult no, it used to one.
1: be at midnight. Right. And then people in
7: just, San Jose don't stay up that late. Right. Apparently, so they said, let's make it earlier <laughs> and do the midnight show at nine fifteen. But
1: midnight show sounds better than nine fifteen. In Philly, show. they
7: call it the Blue Show, which means they it's over eighteen. So they use rough language on the on the earlier shows. They don't. I mean, they don't get really really nasty. But it's over eighteen, so you shouldn't bring like seven year olds to a nine fifteen show. Oh, that they, they do in Philly because they're used to profanity back, back in my hometown. Our buddy Luigi Curto is actually, my, and we have phone lines tonight
1: Correct. for the first time.
7: So actually, anybody listening around the world.
1: Let's just say hi to Luigi real quick.
7: Luigi, can, can we hear him? Luigi, Luigi, where are you, man?
1: Luigi, are there? you
7: there? We need where I'm I in Philadelphia. I know. I mean, where <laughs> are you right now?
1: I'm mean, at work.
7: Luigi's actually working. I know. And he's actually now going to run the call screening from back in Philly. Yes. And it sounds good, so we got it hooked up. This is amazing, Robin. You're really a technical whiz. You should be out here in the Silicon Valley running like SAP or Google or Periscope. Well, if you keep yelling at me,
1: maybe that'll happen.
7: (laughs) 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 So, Luigi's going to handle the phones, and the phone number is 717-363-TONY. 717-363-8669. You call in, and then when 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 you hear the phone ring and answer then you press 1 right
1: well there's a, this is a, it will give you directions because this is now tied into the Tony Bruno show hotline as well so you press 1 when we are live and you go to the blog talk call screener where Luigi's will will screen you and put you through to us or you press 2 if you just want to leave a message or you want to rant or you want to give a comment mm-hmm. or you know tell us whatever
7: exactly Tell us anything, but don't tell us back, off this yet. This brings
3: back memories, man. I yeah,
7: know. just back in the day. So Luigi's back in Philly. We're here in San Jose, California, in the CSZ uh, San Jose Theater, Comedy Sports. And so people can call in listening around the world. I know, I know what you do when you're calling from Europe, though. Do you have to dial like uh, like 15 numbers in the code? Yes. And then 717?
1: I think it's like 01131. And the and weird thing is
7: 717 is like an upstate Pennsylvania exchange. It's like Harrisburg is 717.
1: Yes, but... We were going through all these numbers, and we wanted to be able to use Tony. So we put in the combination of Tony with all sorts of stuff, and we came up with this one.
7: Beautiful. All right, let's bring up the man who's in charge and who did a great job in letting us come out here and use his beautiful theater. Mr. Jeff Kramer, the CEO of Comedy Sports. And a man who's that's a referee. He's not just a boss. He's, the, he's a customer. <laughs> uh, he's, like, well, yeah, he's also a client. Yeah, remember the hair guy, the hair club? from I'm not just the boss. Yeah. I'm a client.
8: We're the before and after
7: <laughs> <folks>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Jeff, thanks for having us out here. This is great. Robin, really. Robin said, hey, you know, we're doing Comedy Sports Philly. I know Jeff at Comedy Sports San Jose. We're going out to the Super Bowl. And you and Robin put this all together. We really thank you for having us out here. Yeah,
1: Actually, Jeff is uh, instrumental in us getting the partnership for the entire Comedy Sports and, and being able to do the Comedy Sports oh, in Philadelphia. We so. should go
7: on tour. We'll go to Milwaukee. But after the winter, though, it's too cold right now.
8: I'm not going to Milwaukee. Milwaukee's where it all started. In, in Milwaukee, right? Exactly. 1984 uh, in Milwaukee and is now in uh, 27 cities, 25 in the U.S., and then we have Berlin and Manchester. Beautiful. Now, we have a couple people who have seen hey. comedy sports here. The Apparently, two gentlemen I didn't know how to there.
1: use a microphone. Oh. That, 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 that would help.
7: Who doesn't know how to use a I, microphone?
1: I didn't turn him up.
7: You weren't. Right. He, he wasn't on.
1: No, he wasn't on before.
7: Robin, I hate to do it to I you know. this early into the show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I deserve it. I
7: really hate to do it to you, and I don't even think I have. See, my now I'm so bump, used bump, to Luigi taking
1: here. care of all I that know. and being able to yell at him.
7: Unbelievable. All right, Jeff, so Saturday yeah. nights, we're ready to talk. So now we're going to do a little example of what yeah. we do here at Comedy Sports, right? We'll do uh, well, Not what here, I do, what you do.
8: What we do, but we'd like to use you as well. Okay. Uh, we, we don't I'm here to be, to be used. That's why often. I came out here.
5: <laughs> we appreciate <laughs> it. Well,
8: let me just introduce a uh, couple of our other performers from our uh, company. Here's Derek uh, McCaw. So everyone say hi, Derek. Hi, Derek. And Lauren Shields. So everyone say hi, hi, Lauren. Lauren.
7: <laughs> now, last night we were doing a Periscope because we came here mm-hmm. to do a setup, to set up the equipment, right. and mm-hmm. it's amazing how many uh, well-known people... Started with comedy sports. Yeah. Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. Was comedy sports in what city? Uh, in Kansas City.
8: In Kansas City, and he's on Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. and uh, he's been in a million movies. Dan Harmon, uh, who started in Milwaukee, uh, who's created a, a bunch of different things, including Rick and Morty uh, Community, a community mm-hmm. as well, uh, started with comedy sports in Milwaukee as well. And there's a lot of people you'll see on on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. All that all started of- with
7: improv, and improv yeah. is what comedy sports is all about. Which, to me, Absolutely. is the purest form of comedy. I mean, quick wit, get it done. Derek now is going to do something, and so is Lauren, right? So, what are we going to yeah. do here? Is a little quick demonstration. Do,
8: so we're going to get a suggestion. Uh, so, let me just get a like a, a mundane household chore. Mundane household chore. Kitty litter. Oh, changing the kitty litter. All right. Jeez. I don't know why you just yelled kitty litter. Right. <laughs> your favorite food. All right. That's fine. That's fine. Kitty litter. All right. He was, you were ready for that, too. All right. He was good. Did you put that on the website? Get ready to yell out suggestions like kitty litter? Uh, like no, no. Right. No,
1: this is, a, this is all natural. All right. this kitty is all litter
8: is a, is a perfect suggestion. So uh, we're going to take changing the kitty litter and we're going to turn it into uh, an Olympic event. So, uh, Derek is going to do the uh, play-by-play. Color commentary will be provided by Tony. Well, that's what I do. Uh, Lauren and, <laughs> and I—coincidence <laughs> it's it's that you're here—that's perfect. Uh, and so, Lauren and I are going to do the the competition. So, we're going to turn things over to Derek and Tony, and Lauren and I are going to get stretched out. And, and for, for those this. obviously
7: listening on radio or not watching Lance Newman's uh, Periscope here, uh, what we'll do is so that people don't have who are listening online or on or later on the podcast, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, wherever you're listening to us, we want to describe this. So it's up to us to describe what's going on.
9: That's exactly right. Now,
7: you're a professional at this, right? Some say. Okay. So, slow-mo this is called? Slow-mo. So explain it
9: now. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) and thank you for tuning in, because the explanation will be built into my chatter. This is Johnny Tidwell, and I'm here to remind you at the uh, Kitty Litter Bowl that if uh, the next step you take... Should be a fresh step. And we've got a couple of fantastic uh, competitors with us this evening. But, of course, first of all, I want to introduce my color commentator, Tony Bruno. Thank
7: you. Thank you very much. And welcome, everybody, to Comedy Sports Super Bowl 50. Let me just say this right now before we start. This, I guarantee you, will be more entertaining than the drek that's going on at media night over at the SAP Center, formerly the uh, HP Center, Formerly the Compact Center, and prior to that, it was a Shark Tank because they didn't have a sponsor. So they're on the third, and now that the uh, the combatants are loosening up, right now.
9: That's right, Tony. All the cool kids are here, <laughs> and uh, so we want to go out first of all, of course, wearing uh, in his trademark blues, the blues of his people, is uh, is is Mr. Uh, long, comes from a long line of cat ladies, which is weird because he has a goatee, and that is Mr. Chad. Chad Claymore. Chad is, uh, working, he's scratching, he's scratching because he finds that it's easier to, uh, get in tune with the, with the cats that he, whose litter he is changing if he can identify with them. And in fact, uh, I unfortunately ran into a viewpoint of him earlier. Uh, in the warm-up room where he was actually uh, building up that hairball that you just saw him coughing. And and that's... having
7: three cats, I can say he's very, very similar to my three rag dolls. At well,
9: home. in fact, no, he actually he, he he licked three cats. That's how he prepped. Uh, so, and we've got over uh, next to him wearing red is, of course, uh, is Lauren Shields, who is herself. She is scratching, she is stretching, and hopefully she is not sniffing because uh, that litter has not been changed. And on the comedy sports stage,
7: we have real natural grass tonight because it is Super Bowl 50 after all
9: Uh, that is true that is true and uh that was the opening bell and they are beginning to approach their litter trays so uh tony could you talk a little bit about the litter itself the quality that we've got going on the
7: litter is the finest quality in fact it is the world's greatest kitty litter which you can now buy in stores around the country pet smart pet dumb pet co anywhere there's a pet you'll find this great kitty litter it's only fifty dollars a bag though so it's a great buy
9: in, in somebody's mind. All right, then. Okay, as you can see there, uh, Chad is uh, is just uh, taking the first scoop. And I, I wouldn't want to be back there over the wall because that looked like quite one... Ha- oh, yeah, there we go. That was some Tootsie Roll he tossed <laughs> over his left shoulder. <laughs> that was indeed some amazing Tootsie Roll. Do and and
7: we, we have to do this in slow-mo, too, because they're doing this in slow motion?
9: Well, I want to make sure that everybody can catch every last fine sinew and tendon as it glistens across his... <laughs> No, and he's throwing... Uh, oh, that, no! That has to be against the rules. That is somewhere. a violation.
7: He has just thrown some of the... I believe it was just urine, though, the urine ball into Lauren's uh, kitty litter tray, well, unfortunately. To be fair, it,
9: it cl- oh, and he got a clump back in the eye. And if I can say <laughs> That's we got to hurt. We yeah. hurt. It's got to hurt. It's got to sting at the very least. That, that's 100% pure feline uric acid right into the face, and that cannot be good. Oh, he's actually... stepped. No! This is the kind of thing, I haven't seen that since you last competed in 1989, Tony. He has actually done his own business in the kitty litter. I
7: haven't seen that since yesterday. I haven't seen that since I saw a guy with no clothes on here in San Jose do that in front of a tree. I'm not kidding. He took his clothes completely off.
9: To be fair, you paid extra for that.
7: Yes, I did. Yeah, right. Well, it's so, Super Bowl week.
9: And uh, so, uh, if we could uh, if we could freeze that for just a second, I'd like to go back and replay, because we, we talked over it. The actual moment where Lauren flung that dookie into Jeff's face. And I'd like you to really talk about the artistry, the grace, the pure ballet that was involved in throwing cat poop in a
7: man's face. Lauren did it very, very, she was very sly. She did it with the underhand flip. He wasn't anticipating it because normally when you throw kitty litter in the opponent's eye, it's done in an overhand fashion. But this was done underhanded in more ways than one. Very
5: underhanded.
7: Yes, indeed. Yes. makes it
9: like a softball. And he's taking the entire tray. (laughs) Oh,
7: oh, the humanity!
9: Oh my God, he wasn't (laughs) even using a liner. (laughs) (laughs) And that is time.
7: That is it, ladies and gentlemen. That's how we play slow mo here. Ed Common, not Shlomo Glickstein, the former great tennis player uh, from the Israeli. Is that real? Yes, there was a real. Who remembers Shlomo Glickstein, the great Jewish uh, tennis player from back in the day? The best. The best, right? The all-time best Jewish tennis player. The greatest Jewish pa- tennis player of all time. Yes. But, yeah, that's, that's great stuff. And I know hopefully people come out who haven't been either comedy sports here in San Jose or, of course, comedy sports all over the country, including Philly, where we do our podcast every month, Wednesday yeah.
8: night. We'd, uh, we'd love to see you out here uh, in, in San Jose or at any of our locations. And they
7: even validate if you park in a garage here, which doesn't happen in other cities.
8: No. We validate your parking. We'll validate you, too. Uh, just come on up after the show. We'll be happy to validate you. <laughs> all You got, you guys all look terrific. The guy who yelled killi- kitty litter, just best suggestion we've ever had. Absolutely. Uh,
5: so,
8: uh, but thanks. We're, we're glad to have you here and glad to have all of you out here.
7: Let's hear it for uh, Jeff. Jeff Kramer and, of course, the great Derek McCall and Lauren Shields, all part of Comedy Sports San Jose, giving you a little taste to start off Super Bowl week.
1: I like it. I now, like it.
7: let me get back to media day. Because I've been, this is my 29th Super Bowl. I know I don't look that old, but it's, I've been doing this for a long, long time. And the media night thing, they call it opening day now. Media day. And it used to be Tuesdays. The teams would come in on Monday, and then Tuesday, they would go to the stadium where the game was being played, and they would actually be all out on the field, the media would gather on the field, and they would go around and interview. And they'd bring players to sit down on the stands, you know, like the offensive linemen, people that nobody wants to talk about. And the star players would have their little podiums out on the field. They'd bring out one team at a time. And you got to walk around on the field. And then they they all of a sudden they decided, No, let's bring it inside and then make it a media circus for fans. So they did it a couple of years ago. Last year in Arizona, they did it inside in the uh in the jobbing.com arena where the where the uh, the Phoenix Coyotes play way out in Glendale and they did it during the day and it was on a Tuesday but they brought all the media out and it was a lot of fun and it was crazy and the fans and there were all these crazy people the guy with the hand puppets and Miss Universe was actually there earlier today they brought Miss Universe in you know who wasn't there though unfortunately
1: I know. I was very disappointed. Barrel Steve
7: Harvey could not be there with Miss Universe, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, she was there. She's walking around with her crown on. I'm like, this is what happens when you win Miss Universe. You get to go to the Super Bowl media day with all the other stooges I walking around. I thought you were around. talking
1: about Barrel Boy, who was not there. No,
7: Barrel Boy was not there.
1: Now, somebody, I, I think that he's mistaken. Somebody told us that Barrel, because we originally no, called Barrel, him barrel Man. Man. Barrel, barrel Man, Man died.
7: died. He was the guy in Denver you used to see who would actually put a barrel and wear all the Bronco stuff. But there was a guy at the Super Bowl last year who lives in Denver, but he called himself Barrel, Man, barrel Boy, a rip-off of Barrel Man. But Barrel Man died, so it doesn't matter anymore. So Barrel Boy is, makes picks, so he, and everybody's interviewing this guy. We're interviewing a guy who's naked with, with suspenders with a barrel around him. That's what media day has become. And it's jumped the shark. It really has. And I, you know, I don't like to rip stuff, but I think that they've learned tonight here in San Jose that, that doing this just for television... And starting it at 5 o'clock, 5.15, the Broncos came out. Right. But there's lines of people. And, and the HP Center, I call it the HP still so the uh, SAP Center was half empty. Yeah. It was half empty. And they did a beautiful job. And they had a fake Golden Gate Bridge on one side of the arena. And they brought the players out one by one. And they had like a, a bad 80s uh, group singing all classic hits. I mean, they weren't even like big entertainment, They were good. You know, they were doing. No, they were
1: very good, but it, it, they were so far up, you couldn't really see them. But and you can't
7: do any work. Now it's so yeah. loud. So they have a live band playing, and, and you're down there trying to do interviews with other idiots in the media who are trying to interview each other, waiting for the players to come out. And you can't even do the interviews anymore because it's so loud because they want to make this thing about. Listen, the Super Bowl is about the fans and about the teams. But what they've done with Media Day, putting it at night in prime time and here on the West Coast, 5.15 starts so they can start it at 8.15 on the East Coast, really punishes the fans. The people at home, even on the West Coast, who's sitting at home at 5.15 on a, on a Monday afternoon if you have it? Like these people, they came in here at 6 o'clock. Do any, everybody in here have a job? Who doesn't have a job in this room? One guy right there. The kitty litter guy. The <laughs> kitty litter guy. That's Tom from San Jose. Is originally from South Jersey, right? He married well. He married that's a, money.
1: That's a smart man.
7: That's a smart job. See, Robin, you would think Robin, who grew up in Menlo Park, would have money, but she doesn't. Her mother <laughs> does.
1: That's so because I, she's a professor. She's a linguistic anthropologist. <laughs> she's smart, but she's not rich, damn it.
7: <laughs> well, she'll be rich uh, when, uh, when she's no longer with us, I think. Oh, well, you'll be rich when she's no longer with
1: yeah, us. Yeah, I was going to say, I it's not going to do her much good. <laughs> I hope
7: you're in the will, Robin, and you're, like, first in line. I hope the- so,
1: too. We, I... I, I Keep no, making, your mom's yeah. a great
7: lady. She really is. She's, really, she's always nice. She loves seeing us, and we love coming out here and sponging off of her for a couple of days before we go up to the city. We'll be heading up to San Francisco for the rest of the week and then back here on Sunday Correct. for the big Super Bowl party yes. that we'll be hosting at the Glass House here in San Jose, a beautiful spot down at uh, the corner of Santa Clara and Market. It's, a, it's an event center. It's great, and we're, we have uh, women Most of these Super Bowl parties you'll be hearing about... (laughs)
1: Very important. We have
7: women. As we call it, sausage fests. So they'll advertise the Maxim party, the Playboy party, and then people pay $100 to go into these parties, and there's like a couple of athletes behind the velvet ropes who don't want anything to do with any of the people in there, the riffraff, who pay $100 to go in, Right, and the the people are paying to go in there to hang out with athletes and get autographs, and the athletes don't want anything to do with them. with With all due respect, because athletes come out here... And they get invited to all these parties, and they get, like, five grand to show up so they can put their names on the list. Hey, you know, this guy's here and that guy's here. And God bless them. I'm not against that. But then when you go to these parties, you show up, and you're like, I paid 100 bucks for this, and they're not even talking to me, and I can't get an autograph or a picture. So there's plenty of those parties, and people have fun because the Super Bowl's not in a – like, this is the first time here. So people will see all these great parties. Our party will have women, food, Robin, me – a uh, Basu will be there, a buddy Basu. I'm
1: like my own category. Woo.
7: Exactly. We will have the uh we have the leather and lace models. We will have the playmates will be there.
1: Now and and our playmates will be mingling rather than behind velvet ropes.
7: Exactly. I'll only be the only one behind velvet ropes. But every once in a while I'll come out and schmooze. And then the Mars vodka girls will be there too. Yes. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's down at oh, the glass and house. An ice luge. Yes, an ice luge. You know Tony an got in big trouble is,
1: right? last time with an ice luge,
7: and they have like a Super Bowl ice sculpture made. So at the top of the football, they have a hose that runs through it. When they when they form this ice, and then you stand, somebody stands at the top, and you get at the bottom, and you turn your head, and then they pour whatever product you want, whether it's vodka, Fireball, and I'm not a big Fire. Is everybody in here like Fireball? I, love yeah. fireball. I don't get the Fireball thing. I don't get it. So we, we did it at the Army-Navy game. They had these gigantic ice luges right, a couple years ago. Right, it was like a gigantic
1: ago. ice luge with two, two uh, tracks right next to each other so that you could do like a, a double shot. This was like no, right, a
7: 15-foot yeah. long ice block, and it was mounted, and the guy was on top of a bus, and it was for the Army-Navy game, so all these Army guys and Navy guys and midshipmen and cadets are all there, and, they're all, and the guy's standing up on top of this bus with a, 15 bottles of different types of liquor. And you make a donation to the Wounded Warriors, and the guy says, what do you want? And I said, all right, I'll do a vodka shot. So the guy's up at the top, and you get at the bottom, and this long groove goes all the way down, and you stand there, and he pours the vodka, and it runs down. And you they get it all up, and it was freezing cold that day. So the vodka's now all over my face, and it's starting to freeze in my beard, which it's not supposed to do because vodka doesn't freeze, right? But it
1: was that cold.
7: It was that cold, but it was a lot of fun. So we're going to have a lose. You won't be that well, sloppy, though.
1: Let's just say that it wasn't just the one shot of vodka.
7: Because then people want you to do shots with them.
1: Yeah, I don't know, know s- what
7: that is. Why does everybody say, I want to do a shot? Why?
1: Because it's, because it's a double shot. So they want to be able to do it with somebody, and then they chose you, and then you had one shot too many.
7: I'll be doing shots with the folks. <laughs> Just go to my website, TonyBrunoShow.com, if you want tickets. It's going to be a lot of fun. Great stuff. Good food. A lot of fun people. I believe ba- uh, Greg Papa is going to pop on down there, too. Yes. We invited Greg, the voice of the Raiders. And he's so excited. There was a
1: couple of other people that we saw today. Everybody gonna, wants yeah. to come to this Everybody. party.
7: Because you know why? A lot of people say, I'm not going to the game. Uh, people are leaving town. They're so afraid of traffic and all the other crazy yes. stuff that's going to happen. Oh,
1: Jen Sherlock from, from Philadelphia. Exactly. She's here in town doing some PR. And doing. And all she's a
7: beautiful things. woman, so we always going to invite more beautiful women. Yeah,
1: Tony's no dummy.
7: Exactly. Meanwhile... Phil I talked to Phil Sims today and, and I want people to come up to the mic cuz you got a good crowd it's, it's all scattered in here. People in the back row a couple came in earlier and I said, "Why are you in the last row? Are You going to make out during the show?" Cuz remember remember you do how many people did not go to the movie theaters when they were younger and sit in the last row so they could make out. Anybody in here never make out in a movie theater?
1: I've actually well no See
7: look, I've, everybody in here has done that.
1: No, I haven't actually. You never I've, sat in the I've, back I've row never. of
7: a movie theater.
1: No. How sad am I?
7: Like the Stanford Theater down there in Menlo Park, actually in Palo Alto?
1: Never. I've never made out in a movie yeah, There's a
7: couple making out right here. <laughs> it's a good, And they're only in a third row. They're making out in the third row. It's a, and the guy's, it's my brother, actually. He's got the same hairdo as I. I know.
1: They could be twins.
7: Beautiful. So anyway, the Michael David Winery and the Mars Vodka. Go to my website, TonyBrunoShow.com, if you want to get tickets and come on down. It's going to be a great party. But get the tickets before. Don't wait till the day of the game, because then they jack the price up. Like everything else in this, not just in here in the Bay Area, but everywhere. Because Super Bowl, you may have noticed that prices go up during Super Bowl for any event. It's insane. We have a gentleman here who's got a Phillies hat on and he's got an Eagles sh- sweatshirt and he's not even from Philadelphia, right? Come on up to the mic. So I want people to come up to the mic. We're going to take some calls. We're going to play our Phil Sims interview. A lot of people hate Phil Sims. And even, even no matter where you go, people watch the game when it's a CBS game, Jim Nance and Phil Sims, and people always complain about Phil Sims. Oh, Phil Simms. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, he doesn't. He doesn't give you anything. So I've known Phil a long time. So I interviewed him today. We'll play some of that. Where I, I get into the whole uh, when you're doing a game and you the Twitter people are like Phil Simms sucks. Get him out of there. And how he deals with criticism of announcers. And it happens in every city. It doesn't matter whether you're in San Francisco, whether you're a Raider fan, a Niner fan, an Eagle fan. People, when they hear national broadcasters, when they're used to hearing the local guys on the radio and then the games are on networks on Sundays or Monday night or whatever, they don't—they feel that the the national announcers don't give their team their due. Now, let's get this gentleman up here. I'm not bringing you up here because you have a Phillies hat and I'm a homer. What is your name, sir? Step yeah. up to that mic there. My name's Nick. Nick, where are you from?
3: Uh, San Jose. San Jose? Yeah.
7: But your father's from? Uh, Havertown. Wait, we get closer to the mic so we can yeah. hear you. Havertown in Delaware County, Pennsylvania?
3: Yeah, man. And a lot of family in Westchester still.
7: So have you been to Philly?
3: Oh, yeah. Go back a couple times a year.
7: But were you born here or were you born on the East Coast? No,
3: I was born here. I spent a little time out there when I was younger, but I've been out here just
7: about the majority of So the time. that's weird because normally oh, yeah. when somebody's born in a, in a city, they become fans of the local teams. And I always kid the uh, – I rip, actually. I don't kid – cowboy fans in Philadelphia because most of them have, couldn't pick out Texas on a map, right. but they became Dallas Cowboy fans when the Cowboys were good 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I always kid them. How can you be a Cowboy fan growing up in Philly – and again, I don't really care. It's just a fun thing that I do. And they said, "Well, you know, I grew up during the Troy Aikman era, and uh, they were good, so I became a front runner." But you grew up here. Now, did you grow up when the how long the the Montana era when the Niners were really really a dynasty?
3: Uh, I was out here for a little bit for that, but I just, I mean, my dad and my grandpa wouldn't have it any other way, man. It just kind of really so
7: your dad who, who grew up on He'll the East Coast, closer to the, uh, he grew up the on mind. the East Coast, and and pretty much told you not to be a local San Jose, San Francisco, Oakland Raider fan. Uh, those weren't his exact words.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he uh, had a strong influence in, uh, you know, me and my brother. That's
7: good parenting right so. there. I hate to I, I hate to give you a roaring round of applause, but I'm going to have to. Does anybody in here agree that he's okay? Because his family, his dad's from the Philly area to be an Eagles fan and a Phillies fan? Yeah. All right. Well, see, the people out here are nice. In Philly, they would kill you, man, for this stuff. Sure. They would be all over you for, for talking like that. And you have your girlfriend with you tonight, right, Lauren? Uh,
3: what is Nicole. her name? Nicole, Nicole yeah, she, Johnson. She, she flew back with me for the uh, Bills and Eagles game, a couple with uh, December. Yes. And shady McCoy made his his. That was one
7: to. of the Eagles' rare wins, I That's think. It, right? Yeah. yeah, that was it.
3: Yeah. So.
7: Well, thanks for coming out yeah, today, man. man. I appreciate Thank it. Yeah. Thank you. Let's give him a roaring round of applause. Now, I don't want to be a homer and just bring up people wearing Phillies gear. We have a lot of great Bay Area fans here. Where did Vasu go? Did he go out to drink in the lobby? He went out to go drink in the in the lobby, right? Our buddy Vasu, who we only see every four years, comes to the show. And what does he do when the show starts? That's he an goes outrage. out to the lobby to, to drink. Is he getting any psycho donuts? Do you have any psycho donuts? I hope so. Have you had them before? I just learned about psycho donuts yesterday. They're like gigantic, right? Are they good? Everybody here have psycho donuts? Are they good? I gotta get some popcorn, though. As soon as, soon as you walk into the lobby, the popcorn is overwhelming. And I, I'm, I'm one of those people, if I smell popcorn, I have to have popcorn. Now, what are you doing, Robin?
1: I am communicating with Luigi. Apparently, our call screeners down for momentarily. Oh but no! I know. Really? Yep. It's an outrage. It is
7: an outrage. <laughs> yeah, the popcorn's out here, Luigi. So Luigi's in his car, driving around, trying no, no, no. to screen Luigi calls. No, Luigi
1: is—he's—he's he's trying to screen calls, but w- apparently, it is not streaming on our end. It's an now. Because um, the internet went down just momentarily, and it's back up, and I have not had a chance to call back in.
7: You know, we were talking about the... And obviously, this is the tech capital of the world. So we're in the uh, SAP center. And like, all oh, the Internet and the Wi-Fi is great. It's, it's, you figure, this, you know, they know all these media people are showing up. And everybody's going to be on their phones and devices. So Robin tries to do a periscope pregame. And I was interviewing uh, a couple of people. And then all of a sudden, the, the Wi-Fi went out. If Wi-Fi goes out in San Francisco, what does that say about the rest of the world? Is that the sign of the apocalypse that somehow... When they t spent a gazillion dollars to upgrade the Wi-Fi to make sure that nobody loses a connection this entire week in the Bay Area. And we're in media day and we couldn't get Wi-Fi.
1: It is it is. A I total think it's outrage. Robin.
7: I'm gonna blame you. Wherever it's, Robin goes, the internet crashes.
1: It's my I know magnetic why. personality. I just, you
5: know.
7: <laughs> All right, anybody else want to come on up? Come on up here in the, and uh, come on up here, sir. This is the great Tom in San Jose. And he's, he, well, you're well-known in the sports radio circles around here, right, Tom? <laughs> now, come up to the mic.
0: Everybody's afraid to walk up to the okay, mic. Okay, I'm here. you got to talk into the mic. All right. Are we good? Yes, go ahead. Okay. So, you know, I, I grew up in South Jersey. So, like, I saw Norm Snead passing the Pete Retzlaff laugh at Frank. Oh, wow. You're food. older than I am, man. And,
2: and, <laughs> and, and, and,
0: and, I, and I saw, you know, Richie Allen get his, you know, Rookie of the Year award at, at the Connie Mac. And I saw Dick Allen get his MVP award at the Vet. And I, when I was a little kid, I even like walked up to Wilt Chamberlain in the hallways of the Civic Center, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I and I had friends from high school get suspended because they went up to Philadelphia for the the Flyers celebration. And, and so, when I, did you move out here to the Bay Area? About twenty years ago. Okay. So I think I'm an authentic Warriors fan now.
7: You are authentic. Listen, I'm, I I say this all the time. People give me a hard time about rooting for the Warriors. I was a Warrior fan when they were the Philadelphia Warriors. Yeah. So. I never. I lived in L.A. for 11 years. I never rooted for the Lakers because I'm not one of those guys, if I'm going to move to a city, I'm going to then become a fan of that team. You always root for your teams you grow up with. And it's impossible to root for the 76ers because they've made the NBA. They've turned it into a disaster, this whole tanking thing, which I'm opposed to. But Laker fan. I covered the Lakers. I was there, Kobe and Shaq. So it's easy to become a fan when you have a team that's that good, and I never did. I didn't hate the Lakers, but I wasn't going out and buying Laker gear. But the Warriors have always been – one of my favorite teams. They were in Philly when Wilt was there, and then when they came out here, they have the best PR guy in all of sports, no doubt. Absolutely the best. P- in fact, he when we were we came in on Saturday, Raymond Ritter is the PR guy for the Golden State Warriors. He actually texted me and said, "Hey, you coming to the game tonight?" Not realizing that I was in San Francisco and the Warriors were in Philly playing, and they had the twenty-four point lead, and then they won the game. The, the they won a game at the buzzer, right? Because we were we were in transit. Who hit the shot? Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes hits a three right at the buzzer as they blew a 24-point lead, and then they they beat the 76ers. So it turned out to be an unbelievable finish.
0: But but that's like my question is like what the hell has happened to like Philadelphia sports teams? They all suck. It's (laughs) the black hole. It happens a lot of times.
7: You know, sometimes it's weird because the Philly teams have had stretches where all four teams were good, like in the 70s, early 80s. The Flyers, the Phillies, the Sixers, and the Eagles were all good at the same time, and now they all suck at the same time. Yeah. And that happens, look, look, look how long the Giants were struggling. You know, and even the Bonds era, when they didn't win, a, everybody thought they were going to win a World Series with Barry Bonds. And they went to the World Series and lost to the Angels, as you remember. And then Bonds is gone, and boom, this team becomes a mini-dynasty here yeah. the last few yeah. years. So what happens, you get the right players, you keep them around, you pay them, guys, you keep them, and they, they grow together. And the Giants have done a great job with their organization. And the Warriors. It's the know, right
0: ownership. It's the right ownership. It,
7: absolutely. And I remember when Joe Lacob bought the Warriors. <laughs> Robin, oh. are you dialing oh, up I'm on the try, air?
1: I'm trying it live, ladies and gentlemen. Who are we calling? We are trying to call back into the call. Dial a date?
7: Is that still on? Uh, and unfortunately, dial dial a date.
1: Unfortunately, the only way start I can your do show this. Now.
7: press one yes, to hear important Yes, I would like to start it now.
1: Since it appears you're calling back into
7: a live show, yes, yeah, we're, we're calling back into now. our show.
1: Thank you, thank you, ma'am.
7: Why is it a British chick telling us we're calling know. into our own she's show? I don't know. She's really
1: annoying. She's really pissing me off. No, I like
7: off. that. I sort of like that uh, that British voice chick. You think she's, she's fake me... or is she doing a Madonna?
1: Uh no, I think she was real. But she's I don't like her. I think she should go away. Wow. <laughs> All
7: right, so Tom, now so you move out here, you're a warrior, now are you a Giants fan?
0: Absolutely. A San Francisco Giants yeah, fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're an Oakland Raider fan or are you a, uh, a 49er fan? Well, you know, I, I, I love what the Raiders are doing now. You know, I'm ready to jump on any bandwagon. But, so uh, you've already jumped off the 49ers <laughs> yeah. after one bad year. <laughs>
7: yeah,
0: yeah, that's, wow. That's right. <laughs> and
7: they say frontrunner. They say only like Philly and New York are frontrunner fans. Frontrunner fans in the San Francisco <laughs> Bay Area? Yeah. yeah. So, then you don't, so you completely disavowed your allegiance to any of the Philly teams even though you grew up there? Okay. (laughs) Let's give him a roaring round of applause. A man who has changed his stripes. Thank you, Tom. Tom in San Jose. Grew up a Phillies fan, a Philadelphia sports fan. Moved out here and said, Sass, screw him. The weather sucks there. I'm sitting out here in San Jose. It's a little chilly, but it's still nice. You know?
1: Well, you did that for 11 years.
7: Well, I said, I didn't say screw Philly. I'd go back and see my family. But you know what I would do before there was Periscope? I would go on the Venice Boardwalk, because I lived in Venice Beach, and they would, they would have these cams up on top of the boardwalk buildings, and they were live. And then before there was Periscope or all this crazy stuff you can do live on the Internet, you would you log in to the Venice Beach Boardwalk cam live. And it was up, and you would call, and you'd say to your friends, all right, go, on to the lo- go online and go to Venice Beach Webcam Live. And I would ride my bike over there, and I'd stop right where the camera was. And it would be a snowstorm in Philly, and I'd be there with my shorts and tank top on going... With the hand, I'd be doing the, the, the prince, yeah. you know, the queen's wave. You know, and you wonder your hand, why your family's
1: it. so pissed at you.
7: No, but that was my way of saying, I love you guys. Stay safe. I'll ride an extra 10 miles while you're sitting at home consuming yeah. 5,000 calories. That's such
1: a loving locked thought, in, totally.
7: Locked in your house, which has happened to me. I've gained like 20 pounds since I moved back. Because you get, you're, you're sitting at home and it's cold. And you're miserable, and you look outside, and it's dark, and it's cold, and it's snowing. See,
1: now, but people are going to get the wrong idea about Philadelphia, because it's a beautiful... All these East Coast cities, gorgeous, 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 and there is a bonus about living on the East Coast. What's that? Two hours, and you're anywhere. You're either to New York, you're... Well, you can
7: drive to New York in you, two right, hours. To, you
1: can drive to New York, to, you can drive to D.C. in two hours, you can drive to Boston in four, and you can hop on a Wait, plane... Wait, how many hours to Boston? <gasps> exactly, yes. and then you can get on a plane, and you're in Florida. You're in the Bahamas. Exactly. Two hours. I know. You can't do that in California. You want to go to another city, and it takes. Wait, I we, mean, when
7: we would come. We would fly up to. Uh, we would live in L.A. and we'd fly up to do the Raiders games. It would take 45 minutes for a flight from LAX to Oakland.
1: True, but it's but not it's like, like
7: a 17-hour drive, though. Unfortunately, from L.A. But it's LA, not though. like it's that different
1: from <laughs> L.A. to Oakland in climate.
7: No, there's a big difference between L.A.'s climate and, and the Bay Area. You come here in August, that's the thing I love about when I first came here. Everybody thinks the same thing. I'm going to go to San Francisco in August, and you get to August, and you go down and do the tourist stuff, the Embarcadero, and you go over to, you go over to uh, Alcatraz, and then you realize I've got shorts and a T-shirt on, and they sell more sweatshirts down at the Embarcadero in San Francisco than probably any place on Earth because tourists come here and don't realize in August it gets cold down there, Right. Yeah, and I you go down there and you're like, man, I got to go buy a sweat. And I, I'll give this, i give the vendors down there all the businesses props. They could rip people off and charge them fifty dollars. They only charge like twenty dollars for. A, you, can oh, a or you can get a sweatshirt for twenty two bu- for 20. twenty. Two for twenty. Yeah, I mean they're not. They'll, 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 you know, when they wash them two times when you get back home, they'll fall, <laughs> they'll apart. fall apart. But while you're there, at least you'll be warm for a couple of hours.
1: Well, what wasn't it Mark Twain that said the coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco? Yeah.
7: And then in yeah. October, it becomes beautiful here. So when it's supposed to be getting colder, it gets warmer. And when it's supposed to be warm in, in August, it gets cold here. But it's still a great place. It's one of my favorite places on Earth, and I love coming. I, I was trying to figure out how many times I've been to San Francisco in the last 25 years. It's got to be over 100 times. At least. Over 100 times. That's how much I love this area, and the people here have been great to us. So I want to thank everybody for coming out and all the people who've listened over the years and listened to me with Damon Bruce now on uh, Tuesdays on 95.7 The correct, Game. And correct. And people ask me, you know, you're, you're not on with Gary anymore. And we saw Gary today. You, you hate those guys at KNBR? No, KNBR. You know we, we had a great arrangement, and then they decided that they weren't going to have me on with Gary, so and we did it for 17 will, they, years. They
1: asked this question. So here's what happened. Uh, there was a uh, general manager that came in from where did he come from? I'm not. I think he even was name from names. Philly, actually. Originally from Philly, but he had come from somebody. I'm not going to name names. He came from But Tumas. If you know, then you know who we're talking about. He came in and decided that the Gary and Tony segment had been going on for so long. 17 that it was,
7: years we did that segment. And,
1: and he decided it was old and stale. And they just needed to move on to something new, and he decided to quit the segment just out of the blue. Like Tony had, he did a, he did a show on Friday, and that afternoon they told him, "Oh, by the way, you're not doing it again on Monday."
7: And so there's nothing personal. I love all those guys. I see all the guys that we saw. Gary Gary's on Radio upset.
1: Road. All the fans were upset. Everybody was upset. But
7: so then a couple of years later, the 95-7, uh, the game, the the competition. They they tried to hire me actually two summers ago when I came yeah. in and filled in for a week, and. I didn't take the job because they didn't pay me enough. Well, they weren't going to pay. You you know, you can't make, you know, living in San Francisco. If you want to live in the city, you have to make a certain amount of money to live here. You know what I mean? Unless you want to go far away and. Unless you've
1: been living here for a long time and you've inherited a house.
7: Exactly. Like I'm going to do at Robin's mom's house and then we're going to move out to Menlo Park.
1: (laughs) Oh, you have plans.
7: I have plans to inherit something. Everybody in my family's broke. My family's broke. My kids are broke. My mom's broke. Everybody that I know is broke.
1: Well, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's so funny. So Robin
7: doesn't have any money, but her mother does. So I'm latching on to well, her for future, pe- for, yes. for future retirement purposes. Is that cruel to say? I hope your mom's not listening. She thinks I'm serious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you and uh, my brother will have to fight over it.
7: No, I'm not going to fight over it. I'm not fighting over anything. Anybody else? Uh, come on up here. Now, are you still periscoping, Lance? I am still periscoping. Wow, you have a good battery. What kind of phone do you have? iPhone 6 Plus? iPhone 6 Plus? What's a plus? So they have a six, and then instead of going to a seven, they just three months later because people are jonesing for a new f- iPhone, they have, they put out. No, a the plus. plus
1: makes it bigger. It it's, does. Yes, it's plus size. I thought
7: HGH made it bigger. I didn't get a chance to ask Peyton over there uh, tonight, but a lot of Denver Bronco fans I noticed yes. over at Media yes. Center. A lot of Denver Broncos
5: fans, and then
1: I also saw uh, one one guy. I'm sure there were more that had the shirt where it was the half Panthers, half Broncos, right down the middle. It was Why? like a seam down right. Then I guess he was a he could swing either way.
7: <laughs> I don't think you wear a swear shirt when you do that, Robin. You don't have to <laughs> no. tell anybody. I don't think you advertise that. You just <laughs> ca- casually say it when you run into people. Now our good buddy Vasu is here, and I always I always mess. I thought he made this name up because he's a party guy. Yeah. So it's Vasu Vada Party, right?
10: That's absolutely correct. Is that how you really pronounce it, or is that yes. the Americanization of it? The Americanization of it, to sh- keep it short, is P A R T H I, but my dad changed it for the other Americans when he came in, in 1957. So how do you actually pronounce it? Vada Party. Vada Party? Yep, Vasu Vada Party.
7: And now, what her is? It? Is it Indian? Indian. Vada Party? Don't you know this by now? I, I Yeah, okay. but I, you know, Vada Party sounds like it's been Americanized. It, you know, there's some totally, names that people have totally. So what is the?: actual actually, It actually
1: kind of sounds like a porn name. It does.
7: Vada party. <laughs> hey, man, I'm Vada Party <laughs> I have to think of that.
1: Let's
10: here. come
7: out to the VIP, baby. I have to think of that here. I have to think of that here. Yeah, that's a party name. That's a, like an Indian porn name.
10: Well, it is a party name. Yeah. For I example. Mean, got do you it in know there. What do you want?:
7: Sonny Leone, who mm-hmm. we used to know, who I met in L.A., is now like the biggest Bollywood star, and she was yeah. a porn star, and now she's like mainstream, huge in India. Yeah. Huge. Do you know uh, Sonny Leone?:
10: I don't know Sonny Leone. Doesn't but you know who like she I'm is, though, right? Yeah.
1: Oh, no, she is beautiful and oh, so going- incredibly sweet. No. I thought
10: you were going back to your mafia connections. No, 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 no. no. no, no. I, I met her. We met her in okay. L.A. over the years. because There was uh, another woman, that one that got in trouble with uh, Richard Gere in India about four or five years ago, when he got up on stage all drunk and said, if you have sex, have condoms. And then they banished him from India after that. <laughs> he got banished for saying, have safe sex in India? You have no idea how the government is. Oh. In India. Wow! <laughs> wow! That woman was in a movie that I actually have a SAG card for that I actually got a scene in because they were filming it right outside the Fairmont here in San Jose. I've actually been in two films, Tony. In porn films? Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> no. I didn't know that. Well, your name's Why, party. why do we it's have good go porn? Back,
1: so no, that—that's the that? other two. Okay, These so are the two legit
10: ones. <laughs> that's the other. That's the other Vada party. Oh, okay. okay. Oh. <laughs> do do All right. So you're going to hang this week now. Because ha- Sebastian's like, you guys are I,
7: coming, right? You're coming to San Francisco. I said, of course. I said,
10: I will set you guys up at this party. And I, uh, I, I did whatever I could. Apparently it worked. So you're yeah. responsible for our glass house, house party, I right? am responsible yes. for mentioning it and getting it going. He, oh, he,
1: he laid little, you know... Ideas planted seeds, planted seeds. Yes. That's the word I was looking for. I, <laughs> yes. I don't I don't uh, well, know where this, I was going with This is with my the town. Land. What
10: do you want? This is my town. I was town.
1: still on the porn thing, you know, oh, laying my something. God. No, so he planted little seeds and uh, they hey, sprouted. Like
7: beautiful. Now, no, Vassar's been oh. a great friend and uh, so many great friends out here in the Bay Area. And Vassar's been one of the best, man. We really uh, appreciate it. Glad to see you guys. Well, so we'll four.
10: see you so we're go- You're going to come out to Radio Row and hang I out there. Am, I'm waiting to find out as soon as we get off the air. I'm waiting to find out what time I'm going to be up there.
7: I ripped the NFL for this media day thing and the media night and opening night because I think it's terrible. Not because it's not uh, – listen, I have fun doing everything. But the way they've done it, it's, it's – again, I understand the TV and the NFL network is owned by the NFL and they got to promote the athletes and stuff. And I get that. But Monday night is bad. I think that – I wouldn't be surprised if this is the last time they did a primetime Monday night media night based on what I saw over there. Why not? It's all about TV, don't you know? You yeah, know but you got to take care of the fans. You can't expect people to be somewhere at five o'clock in the afternoon. But here's and people point. on the East Coast, yeah. having been on both coasts, they don't realize that having pe- having an event start eight o'clock uh, prime time East Coast means you're inconveniencing people to be somewhere by five o'clock in the afternoon on the West Coast. I don't think that's fair. I understand the ma- majority of populations East, but to ask people you have to be there and we're going to start at five o'clock is totally
10: wrong in my opinion. Well, as you know, I'm my hashtag is small time West Coast Media, so I only know a little bit about it. But you have a and, hashtag; it says small have, time that's, West that's Coast. On media? My, that's on my Twitter account, which you're supposed to be following by now.
7: I am, but I, I, I is your producer you
10: at, on there? Is Luigi there? Thanks for the follow, Luigi. He's not following you.
7: Oh, he just did. Are you following Robin, me, By the way, by oh, the way, is everybody in this room following me on Twitter? Who is not following me on Twitter in this room?
1: Leave right now! No. What do you mean? <laughs> There's three
7: people in this room not following me. What did you do? Just walk in off the street and wonder what was going on in here? I don't want to be followed on Facebook. Tony's never,
1: done. No, he's no, not I'm, done with Facebook. I, I really, it.
7: Robin actually goes on Facebook. She says, why don't you go on Facebook? Yeah. I'm like, I don't have time. So when I tweet, it goes to Facebook automatically, so but I feel like I'm taking care of it. do read some
1: of me. that. When I tell you, Tony, damn it, you need to go on your Facebook and reply. But and I can't. You Robin that.
7: says, well, you haven't replied in an hour. I'm like, I haven't replied in an hour. I don't talk to my mother every hour. I don't reply to my mom every day. I'm going to reply to people on Facebook in an hour. Who does that? Really,
10: you're worse than Papa.
1: But you know, you know, if you do, then you get a little prize from Facebook. <laughs> and not Bob it, Papa. Either. <laughs> it tells you that you are in compliance and that you have replied within yeah. a certain amount of time. You get like a little star. I
7: well, gotta find my Gary. I have Gary in here somewhere, yeah. and I can't find
10: that now. The who does that? Who has time? I have to find that. I guarantee you'll have one more Twitter follower after tonight. Now, who's gonna follow me? Jenna, my friend. You're Jenna. You're not
7: following me, Jenna. Yeah. Oh. Now,
10: why are you not following me,
7: there, sir? Oh, that's um, why.
1: That's a legit me. Now, Wait, the
7: people in the back, talk. why are you not following me on Twitter? Oh, see, that's not. The, the answer should be I'm not following you because I'm not on Twitter. Are you following me on Facebook? Are so, you, I unfriend you, as someone, as the old lady used to say in those commercials.
10: <laughs> I unfriend you. I'm going to take you off my wall. Tonight, if you don't follow me, okay. So I'm gonna let somebody else talk here, but I just want to thank you again for taking care of me this week. No problem, you
7: take care of me. You scratch my back, that.
10: I won't wash yours. Uh, unless I think, it's is that not how the it goes? Kitty litter get anymore, right? That, when you, you didn't like that? Back. No, I loved it. That was great. But I thought you were referencing that when you said scratch backs. No, no, no. no. Oh. Okay, that's kiss babies and slap backs. See, in case that's you thought thing. I wasn't listening, I heard you rip me when I went outside. I'm trying to get more people in, so here. you can hear me ripping you, drinking out there in the lobby. Were you trying to get people off the street to come in here? <laughs> oh. Well, maybe. <laughs> What's playing next door now? There's three theaters in this complex. I right? walked in the wrong one when I came back. What's there was play- a movie going in there. What's going on in there? What's the I movie? I have no idea. Were there more people in there than I here? I have no idea, but I didn't hear your voice. Oh, but I heard you riffing me, so I came back to the other oh, that's theater. That's
1: good. That's so, a good job. Okay, that's my so back I actually signals. have a question here. That, What's because the question? Other people.
10: Best? So now, from Philadelphia, this whole Chip Kelly thing here in San Francisco.
7: Everybody here happy that Chip Kelly's a Niner coach? How many people are not happy Chip Kelly is the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers? You have to make a noise because
10: I can't, it's, it's it's radio. Maybe we should talk about the Giants then. Maybe we should piece Anybody the crowd not, and talk about any, the Giants.
7: Anybody not happy that Chip Kelly is the coach of the 49ers? Care. Care. Nobody cares, he said. Nobody
1: cares. They've, wow. They've wait minute, you
7: just went through Jim Tom Sula for a year.
1: <laughs> no, okay, wait. Let's preface this with they,
0: they is how many people here
1: are Niner fans? Oh, ah, okay, there we go. There we go. I many, knew there was something going on. How many
7: Raider fans are in the house here? Oh. Wait a minute, you're booing the Raiders and the Niners? Am who I who in the fans of? The guy's booing I mean, every team. Who are you a okay. fan of, sir? Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys! Oh, no!
5: Oh,
7: no way. As Jim Mora once said,
10: <laughs> hmm. in my opinion, that sucks." Exactly. <laughs> how, how Dallas many? Cowboy fans, really? How many, how many Giants wow. fans are here? San how, Francisco. How many
7: Giants San Francisco, fans? Francisco
10: Giant baseball fans are? Everybody's a Giants
7: right. fan. Okay, out
1: here. there we go. They're
10: fraud runners. Come so on. Since we're not going to talk about Chip Kelly, nobody wants to talk about it's, Chip it's Kelly. And it's coming
7: up on an even year, so the fans are really excited because they knew the odd year. The, 90, you know, the Giants aren't going to win in an odd yeah. year. So it's an even year. That means the Giants are going to win the World Series, right, in 2016. Isn't that how it works around here? Yeah. <laughs> this is my
10: last thing on your podcast. Johnny Cueto is not a good signing, Jeff Smarge is a great signing. A great That's signing? That's my. That's my college baseball pitching experience, knowledge of watching him. I think he's fat, and I don't think he's a good sign. Who, Johnny Cueto? I don't like Johnny Cueto at all. Because he's fat? No, not because he's fat. He's not good. Why do you and like Jeff Samardzija? They they need a couple more left-handers. I think the Giants. 90, they don't
7: have enough left-handed
10: pitching. Ninety-four mile an hour sinking fastball at AT and T Park in the cold. No, I used to the break. Bat- I used to break bats. I know it's hard to believe. Wait, but you were a pitcher? I did. Where did you pitch? Right here. Right here Where? at San Jose State. Right here at
7: Comedy Sports, San Jose? Right here at Comedy wow. Sports. I'm pitching right I now. You got a good incline. You stand up at the back, and you get the you know it's, it's 60 feet, 6
10: inches, I think, right? Uh, about 100 <laughs> years ago at San Jose State. You did? The yeah. I'm going to do
1: a total... Indian stereotype. That's because you know the the what, what do they play in India? The, well, I spent
10: 13
7: years in
1: India. So apparently, I
10: got
7: cricket. Cricket's the big but sport. But yeah.
1: cricket is a big sport, which you know But they're a...
7: pitching underhand, I, I think and the they... game lasts two but days.
1: Have you I, people seen people already how complain they
5: pitch? about
10: baseball goes on too long? I think... Who wants to watch a cricket game for two days? I, I think they let me. Ain't nobody I, got I... top
5: of that. <laughs>
10: <laughs> Mano Abla. <laughs> I think they let me. I think they let me on the team because of my HR background. I understand what affirmative action is. So.
1: Oh. But you oh, have to
7: have talent.
10: You can't fake baseball.
7: No, I,
1: you can't. I got,
10: I got. I got
7: by. Really? What was your record at San Jose State? Um, three and
10: five. Somebody <laughs> just yelled at Right-handed out. or
7: left-handed? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's why you can't pitch. That's why I can't pitch. That's exactly right. And if right. you're not good as a right-hander, you don't get many chances. I'm going to do you're a gone. fantasy
10: camp one year, though. Vitas really? Vida's invited me to a fantasy camp. Just a drink with them, mostly, probably. That's a good. I think there should be
7: a drinking. All the uh, retired pitchers oh, who get go. the big beer bellies, they should have people go out and, and yeah. drink.
10: you have a question, Jennifer, Tony? Yeah. Yes, do you have a question, Jennifer? Like,
1: why I am I, I here? Other that.
7: than why am I here? <laughs>
1: <laughs> why is he putting me on the spot? <laughs> all right.
7: Thanks, you guys. Thanks, Thanks for Vasua. coming out again. Let's hear from for Vasua, a former curler at San Jose State. He is Sparta. I am Sparta.
10: I did pitch against Messina. You pitch against Mike Messina yeah, That was the one, my my one claim to fame. Wow! They ripped. They we got rap. talent in the building tonight. They ripped. They ripped me though. That was not a good game.
7: I don't blame them. Now sit down, master. You're starting to annoy me. No, I'm just kidding. My wife has bought you a gift. Oh, we got popcorn. Yes. Beautiful, man. Thank you, sir. Now you want to get up to the mic? Now, where's your name, sir? My name is Steve. Steve from where?
0: Uh, right here in San Jose.
7: Everybody's from San Jose. There's people that live down here. I didn't think anybody lived in San Jose anymore. I <laughs> thought everybody moved up. You know, this is the South Bay, so you can't get any further south in here, right?
1: Yeah, you can't. What's south of here? Gilroy. 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 We've been to Hollister. Gilroy. Hollister.
7: Hollister. We've been to the Gilroy Garlic Festival, and you know who's from Gilroy, right? Who's the great it? Jeff Garcia oh,
1: yes.
6: is That's from right. Gilroy,
7: California. Right
6: here in San Jose State.
7: Exactly. Did you know that? That's yep. good local knowledge, right? Yep. My Bay Area knowledge is pretty solid. Phenomenal Bay Area knowledge.
1: Phenomenal.
7: <laughs> so you live here, and did you grow up here in San Jose?
1: I was raised in Alameda County, Union City. I
5: moved oh, down beautiful. here in 1999.
7: So. so then, did you pattern your look after me so you could be more like me? Yeah. Th- you I wanted to be I, yeah. like me. I was or was inspired. it Heisenberg? <laughs> <laughs> Which, who, 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 had, who had the look first, you, you or Heisenberg? Because people think that I copied after, after Heisenberg, and I hadn't I even seen Breaking Bad, because I shaved my head on the best, I told the story Correct. many times, when I was out in L.A., I was on the Best Damn Sports Show back in the early 2000s with Tom Arnold and John Sally, and it was a great, it was a fun show. It was a crazy, crazy show. And Tom Arnold's a big New York Giant fan, even though he's from Iowa, but he knows Tisch family, so he was a Giant fan, and I was an Eagle fan. And we made a bet on the air on the TV show. The Giants were playing the Eagles in a big game, and we bet on the air, and he says, all right, if the Eagles win, I'll do, I'll do whatever you want, but if the Giants win, I get to shave your head on national television. So I had the ball thing in the top, and I had the hair around so the Giants win, and I said, Tom, one thing, I'm not going to let you touch me with a razor. You know, cause Tom. Smart, Tom's recovering, and he's like, there. jittery yeah. hands. And that like, was a Tom very Arles, good choice. You're not getting anywhere near me with any kind of razor. So we agreed to have a beautiful woman shave my head on TV. And we were going to get... Surprise, uh,
1: surprise. I remember surprise. that. Was that Allie Landry? Allie Landry.
7: Yeah, yeah. Remember the Doritos girl? Yeah. Who was married to Mario Lopez. At the for, time. Not anymore. No, she wasn't married. She hadn't married him yet. Oh. She was getting ready to marry him when and I met her. And you didn't warn her? I did. She said... She said, I don't know about this because he's more high-maintenance than I am. It takes Mario, she told me, it takes him longer to get ready than it takes me. That's not a good sign if you're getting married. And she was right. So they went on their honeymoon, and I think he was messing around on her on their honeymoon <laughs> in Hawaii, and they got divorced. But Allie Landry, great lady, beautiful woman, and so she shaved my head on national television. And the other interesting thing about it is that, is that uh, uh, now I can't even think of the guy's name, who was on uh, Breaking Bad...
5: Oh, Brian Bryan Cranston. Cranston. Brian yeah.
7: Cranston used to come on the Best Damn Sports Show. He's a huge sports fan, and this is before Breaking Bad was even thought of. He was actually just finishing up Malcolm in the Middle. So he was on the Fox lot. They filmed that on the same Fox lot, and he was doing Malcolm in the Middle. It was just coming to an end. And he would just pop on the show whenever he was in the area, and he'd sit down, and he was a fun guy. So I met him back then, long before, and I already had this look. So if there's anyone who copied anybody, Brian Cranston ripped off my look to become Heisenberg on Damn, Breaking Bad. Damn straight. Bay. And we're going to get him on the show to, to explain that and, and confirm that so that it'll become a big story and I'll get national media attention on Radio Row or someplace. Well, thanks for coming out, man. I really appreciate it. Thank, thank you, you very job. much. Sir. Okay. And thank your wife for the popcorn. Is it buttered? Double butter? Double butter. Double I'm on butter. a diet. I lost 10 pounds before I came here. You realize? In t- I yeah, did. Well, you're I lost not gonna... 10 pounds in one week. Where, you go to last night? No, I put it all back on. Then I went to Original Joe's last night and they bring out the big... Everybody been to Original Joe's there in San Jose? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: By the way, they have the best eggplant parm ever. That's oh, what I phenomenal. Oh, it's phenomenal So, of course, they parm. bring
7: out the loaf of bread. It's, I mean, it's a loaf of bread. And then so Robin, I said, Robin, we can't eat bread. I know Oprah ate bread and lost all this weight on Weight Watchers, but I'm not Oprah. And I don't own Weight Watchers stock. So I did it the old-fashioned way. I didn't eat any bread. I didn't eat any sugar. One week, I said, I'm going to lose 10 pounds, and I did. So I'm down 10 pounds. We come out here. Robin's mom's cooking, and then we go to Original Joe's. The bread comes out. I said, I ought to have one piece. And you put the olive oil and the balsamic in a little plate, and you start dipping it. And then it, all of a sudden, Robin's having, and I'm having another piece, and the food's not coming out. Then they start bringing out the Rombauer vin, Zin. Have you been to Rombauer of in Napa, the, the great winery Rombauer? Great Zinfandel. Start drinking that. They bring out the, uh, the eggplant parm, and you've got to dip the bread in the sauce or gravy with it, depending on what you call it. And before you know it, the whole loaf of bread is gone.
1: For the, do do you guys know this by the way? Because this was a big shock to me. What he just mentioned, gravy. What is gravy to you? Brown. Brown? Yeah, it's an or argument. White? It's an yes. Italian argument. So, is it gravy South, or sauce? In South Philadelphia, specifically. I, I mean, I don't. I think it's elsewhere as well, but more so in South Philly than anywhere else that I've ever encountered. Italians
7: call spaghetti sauce gravy. Spaghetti
1: sauce is called gravy.
7: But it's so, it's it's, a, it's it depends on what part of Italy you're from. So it's not about. It's, but it's not. They,
1: like How do they get gravy from sauce? I mean, it just doesn't make sense.
7: I don't know. I don't really care right now, Robin. You're making me hungry. <laughs> I'm going to have some popcorn. <laughs> well, double just... butter. Now, why did you have... Listen, I really appreciate it. Thank you. But why double butter? It's good, it's good, it's good. Yeah, it, it's great. Robin, you want some popcorn?
1: Um, not now because it'll get stuck in my teeth.
7: All right. Will... Are, are, is our phone system working We do. Enough?
1: We have phones that are going right now.
7: Let's go to the phones. And
1: Luigi is call screening. Um, so if you just give me one second... Unless you want to go blind here. Let's go blind. Go blind? Okay, yeah. let's go blind.
7: Let's do it live. Uh, exactly. Uh, Bill O'Reilly once said.
1: We're going to go blind.
7: I think we have that in here. I've got to find it, though.
1: Hello, from area code 31... Oh, he dropped. <laughs> uh, so we're not going to go blind. Um, here we have somebody from area code 609. Let's That's see. New Jersey. Oh, it's ruined. Ruin Tomorrow. Oh, or ruin ruin today. tomorrow.
7: Ruin Tomorrow Jr., who's named yes. after the Phillies uh, outgoing GM, who's now the first base coach of the Boston Red Sox. What's going on tonight, Joe Joe? I don't think we're gonna be able yeah. to do FMK tonight because we didn't have time to edit today.
3: Ah, oh, okay. Um, I can I can throw you a couple if you want. I got
7: it. you want us to play it live here and you give us the three contestants on FMK, the game that we play every week? Ab- F Absolutely. Kill. Absolutely. All right, who are our three contestants tonight for fmk F Mary Kill. It's, the, it's a really uh, a popular game. I don't know why.
3: Are, go ahead. Since you guys are in California, mm-hmm. we'll go with um, California-based. So the first one would be, since it's political night tonight, we'll go with Nancy Pelosi.
7: Nancy Pelosi, okay. Second,
3: Second, you can't think California without thinking Schwarzenegger. So, we're not going to go Maria Shriver. That's too easy. We're Wait a minute. Go we have a guy nanny, and a woman? I thought
7: it's usually three men or three women I when know, you do it. No, it's Maria Shriver. Oh, Maria Shriver, his wife. Yes. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. The nanny. The nanny. Oh, the,
1: the nanny Schwarzenegger's, Schwarzenegger's nanny. nanny. What was What's her name? Her? I don't
7: remember her name.
1: That's... It doesn't matter. What was uh, her you name?
3: Seen that one? Oh, oh, her I don't remember. Fran Drescher.
1: Oh, and Fran Drescher. So, we have Nancy Pelosi. Right. The nanny, and
7: then the—you mean the Fran left. Drescher was the nanny?
1: Yeah. No, no, no. Tony. <laughs> oh, no,
4: no. Schwarzenegger's nanny.
1: Schwarzenegger's nanny.
4: What was her name? Oh,
7: can, I don't even know what she yeah. looks like. How am I going to
4: decide no, whether I'm
1: going to marry her, kill her, or, or F her? I will pull it, pull her up for you. She looks honey.
3: like a fat shoe. She she's, does. She's nasty looking. She looks like a sneaker.
7: Wait, and Arnold was cheating uh, with her with, over Maria Shriver?
1: I know it's hard to believe, but uh, yeah hold on does okay.
7: anybody remember Arnold Schwarzenegger's nanny yeah, yeah. what she looked like this is a while ago though
1: Tony here you go are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome yes did Schwarzenegger brutal.
7: have her killed that's what I want to know or did Maria Shriver have her killed <laughs> alright so our choices are what's this woman's name the, uh, the mistress um, the nanny
1: B- B- Mildred Bina B-
7: Mildred B- what's her last name
1: B-A-E-N-A, I believe.
3: B A E N A, buena.
7: Not Buena, I know that. She wasn't Buena or Bueno. But it's a female, so it ends no. in A, right? Yeah. No Bueno, no. that's what I know that she is. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right, so who's going to play? We have to have guys play this yeah, game. No,
1: but no, wait. That was two. Where's the third one? Fran Drescher. No. Did you
3: have one more? The third one is the lady who tried to make a uh, face visor happening thing there. Uh, Donald's friend. V. Stiviano.
7: Oh, V. Stiviano was the, the woman big... who set up the yeah. uh, owner of the, of the Clippers and cost him his franchise and forced the NBA to basically tell him he had to sell, and he sold it for $2 billion.
1: Now, she was v... actually kind of pretty, though, right? V. I mean, yeah. in, a, in a plastic surgeon kind Her of way. Her name is
7: V. Stiviano, <laughs> right? Yes. Well, that's, that's a yes. tough one. All right, we need somebody to play this game. I want somebody who okay, wants to be... Okay, raise your
1: hand if you would up like here, to participate And we'll in play F. Mary
7: Kill. Even if you're married, you if can you come up here. If you don't raise your hand, we're gonna pick you. It's got to be a guy though, because you can't have a woman determining whether she's gonna f marry or kill all these women, right? Who wants to come up and play the game here? Come on up here, okay, sir. All the way on, in the back come on. All the
1: way row. Row. in the
7: back. Come on up. Come on up here, man.
1: Yeah, everybody's so shy. They have so to be shy. following you on
8: Twitter first, though,
7: Tony. No, he's not. I don't think he's following me here in the theater tonight. I think he's just in the back row. He's not even making out, and he's in the back row. Oh, the he
1: was—he was being shy, but <laughs> he was encouraged to come forward. Uh, come on up here, man. Yay. Come on
7: down.
3: <laughs> my buddy so, right
5: there
7: <laughs> uh, what's your name come on up to the mic man my name's Chris Chris where are you from man right here San Jose everybody's from San Jose man this is a geographically desirable podcast I want to thank everybody out here because you know when you, when you find a woman and you say where do you live and you, she's hot and you're like oh I live in uh, Timbuktu st- no try trying to think far, what's far away from here
1: Elviso. Um, Alviso is well, not that far no like, like Napa
7: yeah Napa yeah or Sonoma you know, you're not going to date a chick in some, even though she's probably got money and she lives in the wine country. You're not going to make that regular trip every day to go see her, right? That's too far. It's geographically undesirable, we call those, right? You want somebody close. <laughs> so you're here in San Jose. Now, you know the show at all? Have you followed me at all?
2: Uh, a little bit, yeah.
7: With, with Gary on KNBR and all the other uh, stuff on the Raiders. I did the Raiders post game for a couple of years. with. Yeah, the... I remember no. some of it.
1: Yeah, get a little bit closer to the mic. Oh,
7: now, what's your name again, sir? My name's Chris. Chris. All right, Chris, you know how do we play this game FMK? No, I don't. You pick out one that you would have sex with, the other one that you would marry, and the third one you would kill. So we gave you Nancy Pelosi, San Francisco's own, and then, of course, uh, Mildred Bena, Buena, not Buena, Baina, the nanny of Arnold Schwarzenegger, and uh, B Stiviano, who was the woman that, the owner of the Clippers, what was the guy's right. name? I can't even remember his name. Now. Sterling. Uh, Donald Sterling. Sterling, who was a slimeball long before, Donald Sterling was a slimeball long before oh, yeah. he met this woman and he had a mistress. Which one of those would you marry? Probably her. <laughs> these Debbie, that's a good. Well, why would you marry her though? I don't know. Well, she's got some money. I, I, you know that Sterling was paying her off, so she's got some money. So now you're away. not
1: following my uh, pattern. <laughs> my pattern, because pattern? they're all to... you, you all don't you don't want to like do any of them, right? So you have to <laughs> choose who you're going to marry strategically, based so on you, money. And let money. me tell you, who's got the most money out of these three here? Ding, Nancy ding, Pelosi
7: ding, 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 ding. is a no-brainer, <laughs> because when you make a hundred something thousand dollars a year as a Congressperson, and then you leave and you got like fifty million dollars in the bag, well, her husband's very wealthy too, so it's not like she's poor. Yes, so which I, one are you going to marry now?
3: I don't know. Nancy might hit me with a prenup. So no, it's
7: okay. It's okay. <laughs> she I, can assume, I can assume. she's not going to take your money. i from the She might
2: look at me and say, I don't know.
7: <laughs> Wait, now Joe's still on the line, Here, Joe? Let me let me ask you, yes. because you always give us the contestants. I'm going to let, put you on the spot. Who would you marry, kill, or F of those three? Uh,
4: Mildred, I'd
3: kill. Okay. Um, <laughs> i have to marry Pelosi because she had the money. Yeah, Nancy and Pelosi then, would marry. And after I was reading, she had to give back $1.2 million back to Donald Sterling. So she I lied. would did? Yeah. that one
0: and get rid of that's it an real quick.
7: That's that's uh. How do that you have to give back rec, money no. when you're a mistress? What mistress gives back money?
1: <laughs> no, the the uh, Donald Silver's Donald wife, Sterling Sterling. Sorry, Donald Sterling St- St- Silver. That's
7: close. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Donald Sterling's wife.
1: <laughs> Um, said that he was incompetent, mentally incompetent, and that the gifts were not valid, so she had to give them back. And some judge bought that crap. That's
7: with mistress knowledge. It is, is Robin, yes. Good knowledge out of you, Robin. And Robin's not even That's my mistress. That's what's even more <laughs> impressive. All right, so Joe, give me your... So Nancy Pelosi, you would marry, and you're going to agree, right? Yeah. Nancy Pelosi. Oh, yeah, I'm probably going to Because you're really not marrying her. So this is just a no, game. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. You're not really getting married, you're not really killing somebody, and you're not really sleeping with any of these women. <laughs> right. And I told you how I would play it. I would have to yeah, sleep not, with all the contestants before I would even start thinking about which one I would marry or kill. Smart. You know what I mean? Test. you got you to be fair. you got to take them out on a date <laughs> and then sleep with all of them before... It's like The Bachelor. It's like cars. He's a test drive them. The Bachelor has to sleep with every one of these chicks before he dumps them, right? Yeah. yeah. And women watch this show every week. Absolutely. Every Monday night I'm on Twitter and I see all these women tweeting The Bachelor. How is this show still popular? I don't know. How do know. people still respect some dude who's just... Banging every chick that he meets—is that cool?
1: And I—I I think
7: for a... guys it is. But how do women? How do women say this is really good? I'm going to go on on a television show and sleep with some slime ball because he's good looking, hoping that he gives me a rose, and then, and then, then we'll get all... married and divorce before and the they... show actually airs. Do you realize that shows tape way in advance? And they love him after a week. Exactly. Yep. It's an outrage. One week and they love them.
1: Now it's there crazy. was one yep. wasn't there one, the original Ryan and blah 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 something. I think named? one
7: marriage actually worked out. And of they're all the still
1: married, I Are think. I no, think it was so. a bachelorette
7: chick that got married. Wasn't it one of the bachelorettes who got married and they actually stayed married and had kids
1: and stuff? Yeah. Unheard of. It is unheard of.
7: They'll probably get divorced this week so we
1: we'll have, have something to talk
7: about for Super Bowl week. <laughs> All right, now so who you, so you're going to marry Nancy now. Give me the other two. Who would you uh, kill? Um,
2: I'd kill uh, Arnold's girl. What's yeah,
7: I think Manny. you're right. I think Arnold probably had her killed. We haven't heard yeah, from her she's in a probably while. Probably dead already. And then who would you sleep with, V. Adam? Yeah. Yeah, who would? Seriously, she was hot Latina, man. You gotta you gotta you gotta <laughs> mess with those hot Latina women. You know what I'm saying? All right, man. Well, thanks for coming by, man. Would you like some popcorn? Thank you. Thank you. No, I'm fine. All right, I got thanks, some man. Over there. Let's hear it for the man. Who, what's your name again? Uh, Chris. 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 Thank you very much. Chris didn't want to come up here. And he was forced up here against his own will, but he still came up. Now, Luigi, now, Joe, you're still on the line there. You're up late now. Do you like this late-night yeah. podcast yeah, thing? Yeah. You sound like you're sleeping, though, Joe. Yeah. Are you Are
3: awake? I'm usually in bed by now. I get up at 4 o'clock.
7: Oh, well, well, thank you for staying up, man, late with us tonight.
3: Hey, no problem, man. Anytime. Anytime. And next, we we'll, see you, we'll,
7: we'll see you uh, next Wednesday back at Comedy Sports Philly, where our big pre-Valentine show. Absolutely. It's going to be crazy, man. I already got my tickets. Woo! Beautiful, man. Well, yeah, we're going to
1: have that. amazing giveaways on that show. Exactly. So we got nothing to
7: give away good. but popcorn uh, here. I'm sorry. Right? Uh... Yep. All right, Joe. Thanks so much, buddy. <laughs> we'll see you next week. There's our buddy Joe Rafina. All Rafino.
3: right. Have a good week, guys.
7: You too, man. Should we play our uh, Phil Simms interview now? Yes. You have it ready?
1: I do. Yes. Okay. Almost. F- well, <laughs> Phil Simms. I've known Phil <laughs> yes, Simms since he
7: was playing for the Giants. So I go back with him. So am I a little biased? No, but I respect Phil. I like him. I know, you know... I'm in the business, but I get why people criticize because they sit at home and they watch games and they hear the announcers and they're like, wow, it's not my local guy. And that's the way it is in football because football is one of the only sports, and it happened in baseball for a while too. You'd listen to the local guys do your favorite team, and then the World Series would come, and you'd have to listen to network guys do your favorite team. And so you'd hear the network guys and you say, boy, I remember going back to Joe Garagiola when he was doing the baseball games on NBC, and I remember interviewing Joe, and he said, yeah, I come to Philly, and the, the Phillies are in, and i get all these calls, and people would call NBC and say, that Joe Garagiola he hates the Phillies. You can hear it in the, his voice. And then when you go to the other city, people would say, that Joe Garagiola he hates the Angels. And so people think that the announcers, the national guys, are always rooting against your team because they're not pulling for your team like the local guys tend to do. So Phil Simms is now in that situation. On CBS, he's the number one guy, of course, with Jim Nance. Jim Nance, a local guy. I think Jim Nance lives uh, in Monterey, right? I think he's a Monterey native.
1: Yeah, he was not there today because his wife is giving birth.
7: Exactly. Can't believe a guy that old is having babies, man. When I mean, you got that kind of money, does it matter? You know, because Jim's got to be in his 50s, right?
1: Apparently, he's got to be in his 50s. Apparently, when you're rich, you're also more virile. Are you? No.
7: <laughs> you just what do you mean? What do you mean, no? <laughs> I don't want to be virile anymore. I don't want any more babies.
1: I <laughs> know it's just that you know you you uh, attract younger women.
7: No, I think money brings you younger women. That's I'm just did guessing. I not to I say
1: that?
5: To...
7: Are you younger than me, Robin?
1: Uh yeah. What the hell am I thinking?
7: I don't know. But let's go to Phil Simms in the meantime and listen to a little bit of something that he had to say today. Oh, oh. Robin didn't cue it up to the start of the interview.
1: Hold on. No, Wait a minute. It's not playing. Wait a minute. It's Wait not. Minute. It's actually not playing on the correct.
7: Okay, we'll get Audio. that lined up. See, this is live radio, folks. This is what happens. You don't hear this on the regular radio. You only hear this on, the, on, on shows like this, where everything's raw and natural. So Robin won't even edit this out. This is the way you'll hear it when you go back and listen to the podcast and hear yourself on uh, on iTunes. Uh. Doing well. All right, Phil, I'll be the last. Now you could get out of here. How you doing, Bob? But I haven't seen amazing. you in
6: forever. We. I had, I had somebody earlier doing radio and TV at the same time with me. She was talking on the radio, filming me for TV.
7: I have I have my assistant here, Robin. I, yes, I don't. I'll I can't see, do. Well, I can't multitask, because no. well, you,
6: you're you're high maintenance, and <laughs> and um, you're a pain in the ass. Well, let's see what other. Well, that's all I can say. Well, out I here, paid my bet off at least. Did you? Did you? Yes. Yeah, you did. Yes. But uh, you've lost so many bets to me over
7: the years. No, the ultimate one, and then I took well, you out to dinner in New York. It was a Giants Eagles thing.
6: It was. Yeah, it was Back something. Yeah, so we had we had a lot of fun. That's for sure, Tony. <laughs> uh, there's no doubt. And you're right. At least you were a man of your word and you paid off. Exactly. I always do.
7: Yes. I, especially when I lose to guys who make like 10 times what I do. It's always m- you know, much more fun.
6: You know, th- listen. Maybe that,
7: 100 times more,
6: that, actually. That is just not true. I was the highest paid person for the New York Giants my rookie year. I made $60,000. So you, you know where that story ends. What do you think I'm working like crazy now? I'll break even when I'm 80.
7: So this has got to be fun. I mean, obviously, you know, when you, when you do what you do and you hear that. I remember interviewing Joe Garagiola back in the days when he did, you know, baseball on NBC. And anytime he would come on and he would come on in Philly when the Phillies were in it and people would say to him, you know, Joe, you just don't like our people would think you're rooting against them. How hard is that part of your job where when you do a game, the fans on Twitter are like, well, Phil Simms doesn't like our team or he's he's
6: rooting for oh, one. Oh, you know, it does, does it mean it means nothing to me. I mean, come on. It's just the way it is. And, and um, you, you know, I, I do love it. I have a lot of fun with it. I love going on local radio and saying, hey, I want to tell you, my bosses love what I'm doing because you guys are, well, whatever. But that's part of it. And, and, and of course, Tony, just think about it. Just think about it. How absurd would it be to think that you would sit there and root for or uh, against anybody? I mean it wouldn't even occur to me under any circumstance to ever root or for against a team, a player, or anything. The job is so encompassing and TV, you know, is complicated. You know, there's a lot going on up there. There's people talking to me and I'm telling shut up. You know, it's 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 a lot. So, you know and then and in, you know, there's a certain way you gotta do the game anyway. I can only talk about who's doing well a lot of times and when a team's behind I got to talk about how they're going to get back. So that's just the elements of the game that will never change and it's ne- I don't know how many years I've been in this business now, but I hear it all the time. And you know, for some reason when I leave a stadium and the home team loses, it's my fault. <laughs> so, I don't know why. Hell, I didn't throw any interceptions and but but it is it, it, it is that's the way it is. You know, in New York they say things about announcers and I just go, oh, gosh, they, they'll bring it up to me, and I go, oh, that's so absurd. Of course he's not rooting against the Giants or whoever the team is. So
7: The all- thing that I find fascinating is that, you know, you have Super Bowl rings, and yet the fans sitting at home were like, they know more than you do. Is that part of it because they say, like, well, Phil didn't tell me anything there. Or, you know, the nonsense that fans and Twitter obviously is the main source of this. People go on social media, and they think they know more than the people who have done this at the highest level.
6: Well, you know, Tony, t- 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 what do you want me to answer to that? Uh, of course they don't know more than me. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean that's it's ridiculous to think that. I mean that's you know, so everybody does. Everybody has the answer when the game is over. All they should have done this. They should have done that. And I, you know, and of course, I do it on the fly. Now you know, it's when the game is over. We're all geniuses. Well, they should have done that. You know, I'll give you a good example. And I bring this up to people, and they say, well, they, they, um, Bill Belichick should have kicked that field goal. I said, now, why would he kick a field goal with five minutes and 52 seconds to go in the fourth quarter when he was down eight points, when a field goal is going to still keep him down a touchdown? Well, they, you know, they're, 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 I said, don't you know that it, everything changed? I said, you know, how many times had, had New England had the ball in the fourth quarter to that point? Oh, I don't know. Well, that was their first time. Oh. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, they okay, then. So where's the argument? I mean, so that's constant. And, it and, and you know, I get a kick out of this. Well, Twitter. Well, is that the official word on world the world now? That's the other thing. That becomes now the official word. Oh, I, you know, people go on Twitter to be nice, don't they? Oh,
7: absolutely, yeah. It's
6: okay. That's what I thought.
7: <laughs> and the interesting thing is you played in the toughest media market on earth. And so you know if New York fans can get all over players who are successful and win Super Bowls. I mean, look at Eli Manning goes through He's got two Super Bowls, and yet fans go crazy.
6: Yeah, I, I don't know all that, you know, that all this you're saying. I really don't know. The fans go crazy on Twitter about Eli Manning. I have no clue, no idea.
7: Well, when he throws interceptions or they lose, I mean, you know, you played in New York.
6: Yeah, I know, but that's just the way it is. I don't know what to say to all that. Um, you know when I played, people ask me that all the time, even to this day, "Well, you played in New York; that media is tough." You know, I got to tell you the truth. I thought our media in New York was more than fair. I thought you had to really, you had to give them, you had to give them more than one reason before they'd rip you. And you know, I, I find other NFL cities much harsher on the football team and the players, and even the quarterback, than the, than they do in New York. You mean like Philadelphia? Well, that would be a good one. <laughs> Because let me tell you, Philadelphia fans, we know you guys know more than everybody. Well, you know I do. Come on. Yes.
7: We go back to the ESPN days when we used to argue. And you were just finished playing back then, so it was easier to argue with I you then. We
6: did argue a lot. I, and you know what? Listen, when you when you want to argue, I got I have a lot of brothers and sisters. So you can My dad, we, we would sit at the table. We would argue about everything. So I got a great start when I was a young kid doing this. And so it's always fun. I love the give and take of no matter what the situation is. And, of course, I don't know I call it arguing when you and I get in these little spats. It's just me just trying to tell you the truth, and you just don't understand the truth. So that's what we, you and I do.
7: Well, Phil, I love listening to you. I mean, I mean, I know you, so that makes it easier. But whenever I hear fans are like, "Phil Simms, oh man, he's terrible. Why is he on network television?" I mean, it bothers me a little bit. Not because I'm an apologist for you, because I hated the Giants growing up, but because I respect what you do, and I don't. I think people don't respect accomplishment anymore, especially younger fans.
6: Well, that's okay. It, it, it's it uh, again. I, it's it is what it is. Uh, I'm, you just gave me a what it is what it is. Yeah, I did say that. Did that was really bad because I hate all cliches. <laughs> Is he taking the next step? Is he going to the next level? we got to get to the next level and all these things I hear about football. But, um, look, I'm just glad to be part of Super Bowl 50. And um, I know I'm prepared for the game. I think I have great feel for what's going to be uh, the reasons why a team wins and loses. I, I know that. and uh, But, you know, TV and, and like what you're talking about, it's just such a – we're in a new phenomenon, all this, and, and it's such a hate. Everybody hates everybody. It's really – I don't get it. I can never imagine – I'm telling you this. I've been to more sporting events, maybe not as you as a fan, but you know, it never would occur to me for one second to go to that event and boo really? under any circumstance. If the team laid down the field and quit, I don't think I would boo. It just, I, I just can't imagine that. Or cursing at the player. I just, I I don't, I don't understand it. And, you know, I never will. And, but we all accept it. Well, they're dissatisfied. They paid for their ticket. Well, then you know what? I'm going to go in the movie theater and I'm going to boo and scream at the movie because if it's not good enough, because I paid for my ticket. So, you know, I I don't get that phenomenon. I, I I went to maybe five Yankee and Met games this year and I would sit there and people would say things. I'd have to turn around and look and go, Wow. Wow, the guy's hit 25 home runs. So he struck out, and it, it, it's just the way it is. That's the culture we're growing up in now. It's the way it is with everything, and and uh, we only appreciate one thing: the moment. If it goes well, we appreciate it. So, well,
7: thanks so much, Phil. Appreciate seeing you.
6: Tony, always great talking to you thanks, or arguing with you. I don't know which it is. <laughs> like there it. he is, the
7: great Phil Sims. It was fun uh, catching up with him today. Now, everybody in this room, not like Phil, who doesn't like Phil Sims in this room? Where? Why don't you like Phil Simms? I don't know. I'm a Niner fan. That's why. You're a Niner fan? All right, I see. Okay. But again, I'm not an apologist for Phil. I know him, so... I think, I think what those guys do is really, really hard. And, and I respect... If a guy's played in the league and he's won a couple Super Bowls, I'm not going to say I know more than you do about football. I mean, when you play at the highest level... The guy played one of the greatest Super Bowl games ever... He threw a perfect game, basically, in the Super Bowl that he won. And then Jeff Hostetler, of course, won the other one. But I like Phil, and I know he's going to do the game, and people will be screaming at the TV set for some reason. Not at our party, though. I will not be really that lo- paying close attention to what's being said when the game is on. Because, you know, you're at a party. You don't, you're, when you're sitting at home on a Sunday afternoon and the game's on, then you do that. When you're at a party, you got the block pools. Everybody's talking. You're waiting for the commercials, especially on the Super Bowl. right. I don't think people pay that close of attention to what's being said on the broadcast. Is that safe to say? Is that a fair comment, you think?
1: Yeah, because when, when they're talking, that's when you, you go talk
7: get another to another drink. You go get another drink, drink or you know, P- another you
1: hot dog or whatever. Go get because me some popcorn. unlike normal games, Super Bowl commercials are worth watching.
7: Yeah, people, people watch. There are people who never watch a football game. It's Super Bowl Sunday, and that's why the NFL is the best league in this country. Because they have turned the Super Bowl into an event. Yes. It's not just a football game. People who won't watch one second of football all year, women especially, who don't care about football, they'll be at a party. Right? They'll be there, they'll because be having it's fun.
5: A party. They'll be at our
7: party. We got a lot of women. Yes. Did I mention that earlier? So <laughs> so women will hang out. It's like a lot of things. If it's an event, you go, you want to be there. It becomes this I gotta be there. Right. And, and what else is on Super Bowl Sunday? I mean, does anybody watch anything other than Super Bowl? And I know people do, but it's amazing how, how powerful this game has become. Yeah,
1: I mean, even if you don't like football and you go to a party, you know that you're not going to watch the football game, but you're going to watch the, the commercials. The
7: commercials, you're going to have fun, you're going to have another drink, exactly. another glass of wine. There's always
1: good food.
7: Yeah, exactly. The puppy ball's the puppy on at halftime? At half-time
1: if you're well, that's not gonna... for
7: people who don't like the, the Super Bowl halftimes. And it's funny, because every year they announce it. Now, Coldplay has a lot of fans. But when they announced Coldplay, they were getting ripped all over Twitter. Coldplay? I don't want to see Coldplay. Yet there are a lot of people. It's like Nickelback. People hate Nickelback, yet they always sell out their concerts. So not everybody hates Nickelback. <laughs> Does anybody in this room hate Nickelback? One guy. Uh, two guys.
1: <laughs> I don't he... get that.
7: Robin hates Nickelback. I'm, I'm
1: not a big Nickelback fan.
7: But the, do you like, not a big fan, does that mean you hate them or you're just not a fan?
1: Well, I don't, you know, hate is a very strong word for me because I don't think there's anything that I really, well, not, not even the
7: about. Dallas Cowboys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I hate to say, but where is that coming from?
7: That's your computer. By the way, it's funny because not only do like Philadelphia Eagle fans hate the Dallas Cowboys, but I know out here in the Bay Area, San Francisco 49er fans equally hate the Dallas Cowboys. Am I right? So where are the Dallas Cowboy fans over there, man? Are you both Dallas Cowboy fans, really? These guys turning around.
1: Now, we actually have somebody from South Carolina. Oh, we do? On the line, Let's yes. go to
7: South Carolina. Do you have to be a Carolina Panthers? See, Carolina Panthers are smart because this they have is, two states. This is
1: Brian from South Carolina.
7: Brian, where are you from in South Carolina?
4: Columbia, South Carolina,
7: Tony. Oh, I love Columbia. You know who was from there, right? Clay yeah, Henry. Folks.
4: Who's that, Tony?
7: Clay Henry. You remember Clay Henry?
4: Clay Henry. Clay Henry was a fireman.
7: He was. Remember to go back the original Subway commercials. There was Jared from Subway, and then there was the other guy, Clay Henry. They had a jingle. He's Henry Clay Henry. He's a fireman. (laughs) So he was a firefighter in Columbia, South Carolina, and he and Jared were both equal were both equally getting pumped as the Subway guys. And then something happened, and they got rid of. Clay Henry, and, and they kept Jared, and then you know what happened wish, to him.
1: Don't they wish they, they should have stuck kept with the fireman? Clay he, Henry, the, now they
7: always take care of their hoses and they keep them in the right place. Unlike Jared from yeah, Subway, yeah, unfortunately. Go. I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. So you're in Columbia. Do you have to be a no. Carolina Panther fan because it's part of the Carolinas?
4: No, sir. I hate Carolina Panthers.
7: Wait, you live in Columbia, South Carolina. Carolina. You hate Panthers. the Carolina Panthers,
4: and I hate the University of South Carolina. Diehard Clemson Tiger. Wow.
7: Now, who are you a fan of? Because obviously the Carolina Panthers haven't been there forever, so you say you were a Washington fan?
4: I am a free agent NFL fan searching for a team after 25 years in the desert of being a Cleveland Browns fan. Oh, wow. I'm through with your organization, sir. Wait,
7: you've been a fan that long, and you're giving up now? Because to. to me, Cleveland Browns men, fans are the, the longest-suffering fans in the NFL, and they're loyal and they, they don't yep. no matter who the coach is, who the quarterback is. They're always there rooting for their teams. And you're the first person I've ever talked to is a Cleveland Brown fan ready to give up and try to find a new team to root for.
4: I'm through. I have I will lean on your expertise to help me with this decision. Well, being
7: you see, There's here's always... what's interesting to me. This would be <laughs> this would be the opportunity to be a front runner and jump on the Carolina Panthers' bad wagon. Because, obviously, they're a really, really good team, and Cam Newton's only 26.
1: And he's not going anywhere for a while. Exactly.
7: So, to me, I give you credit because it's easy to jump on the bandwagon of the hot team. And, obviously, the Cleveland Browns, unfortunately, haven't been a hot team in a long, long time. So, you're not going to inherit or you're not going to adopt the Carolina Panthers if you're looking for a team?
4: Tony, I will equate it to one thing. I hate the Atlanta Braves because of all the front-running fans 15 years ago. You couldn't find a brave fan here now with a GPS.
5: You couldn't find one.
4: <laughs> Robin could. She's good and with a GPS. In a, in, a few, in a few years, it'll be the same thing for the Panthers fans. The only criteria I have for my next NFL team will be probably Washington or Philadelphia because they're rivals of the Dallas Cowboys.
7: So you hate the Dallas Cowboys? It's I mean. the only
4: rooting interest I have now to hate the Cowboys.
7: That's a good job out of you, man. That's
4: I a hate good job, well, Americans are
7: proud of you all. tonight, sir.
1: If we're those, all proud
7: as a nation. If those are your-, your
1: two, <laughs> if those are your two options, then I would go with the Eagles.
7: Nah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm always going to be an I Eagle love- fan because I, you know, I saw the '60 championship game when I was a little kid, and I know people don't count NFL championships as Super Bowls. But guess what? The Green Bay Packers count all those championships when they put them up there. So to me, a That's championship, right. the NFL didn't start 50 years ago. Super Bowls did. So if you won, I mean, even Cleveland has NFL championships. They don't have a Super Bowl either. But to me, the, the whole argument of yeah. it doesn't count unless it's a Super Bowl is ridiculous. Yes, but you can sir. jump on board, Matt. And you can. you can... in Columbia. Where you was left that? Us.
1: Oh, he misses you in Columbia. In because you... he yeah, no, love... left them.
7: I didn't leave them. Yeah. They left me. We
4: we miss you, brother.
7: Well, thank you, man. We appreciate you finding us. It's
4: even worse, yeah. I'm a cop. I work nights. I miss hearing you at night.
7: Well, thank you, man. Well, you can hear us every week now. We're still on, and you can listen to us whenever you want. The best part about doing this, you can listen to this tomorrow. You can get up at 3 in the morning with cold sweats and put it back on and listen to it again. Friday night, you could be out saying, you know, I have nothing to do tonight. There's nothing on TV Let's put on the Tony Bruno podcast from Comedy Not Sports San that, Jose. Not only that,
1: but as we are, uh, well, this week we're going to be doing more than just one show. Yes. So you're going to be able to listen to a lot of it. Um, and the more sponsors we get, the more shows we can do.
7: Exactly. It's like we're like uh, NPR, <laughs> except we don't beg as much as they do. We're like PBS.
1: Maybe that's remember a problem. PBS
7: used to on TV. They would take twice a year. They would break in and say, "Buy this album or buy a Tony." Member- that's
1: brilliant. We should have a Tony Bruno Begathon. We should do that. We
7: should? Yeah. Everybody here tonight, if everybody has $1,000 and puts it forward here, we will continue and we'll do another podcast this week in the middle of the week. No, you know what? We're we're, we're having fun. This is is a lot of fun for us. It's great to go out. I love going out and meeting people. That's why we love doing these shows in front of live audiences, because it's great to go out and and really see the people who support you and make you uh, who you are, and that's why I love doing this. Well,
4: I miss hearing you. I'm going to throw you on the podcast now. All right, beautiful. good to talk to you, Tony. Mr. Thank Robert. you very much. Thank you, sir.
7: There he is down there in Columbia, yes, South sir. Carolina. Brian, right?
1: That is correct. Brian beautiful. from South yes, Carolina. Sir.
7: Thank you, Brian. Thanks for checking in, man. Y'all have a great night. Now, is Luigi there yes, or did everybody. he fall asleep? Okay. Oops. Thank you. Now, is Luigi oh. still there or did he fall asleep? No,
1: no, no. Luigi is here and he uh, was busy call screening. So let's, since we're pretty much here at our at the end of our. Night, since we were doing a rare one and a half hour show.
5: Yes,
7: we're going a little so overtime, late. though.
1: We're, we're going a little. These people overtime. don't have anything. Well, to do. we
7: started at eight o'clock here. What time yeah, is it? Here? Just, just, eight just o'clock, right? I don't
0: got work in the morning. <laughs> Anybody here work <laughs>
7: tomorrow? Who has? Oh, everybody in yeah. here works.
0: Three a.m. Oh you got to go to work at
7: three a.m. Well, it's only um, eight o'clock. I don't feel bad for you. It's not like it's eleven o oh, seven Luigi, like it is on the east.
1: Luigi's probably pulling another double, although. The good part is he doesn't have to drive as far because he can just, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's staying at our he's place. He's cat-sitting cat for sitting.
7: us. Speaking of cats, Luigi's not only a great friend and a and great assistant producer, he's actually cat-sitting for us, for our three cats. And he's, Luigi would have really appreciated the work here tonight of the comedy sports yes, cat people. Yes, he would have. I haven't seen that. Not since Cats left Broadway. And I hear they're coming back again. you know they're bringing Cats back to play Cats? It was like the, the longest-running play... They ended it 2 years and now it's been gone 2 years. Let's bring Cats back. There it's are no new ideas out there anymore. Is, is that amazing? They always have to bring something back.
1: Well, you know, if it if it's not broke, don't fix it, you know. They in you like Cats though, right? I do not care for it. I don't think it's a, as far as musicals is concerned. I don't think it's great music. I don't I I'm I'm harsh. What was I'm the biggest hit critical. song
7: from Cats though?
1: Um Memories was in it. Memories? Uh, Memories. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. okay.
7: Yeah, I didn't like that song Um,
1: And and then... I only like
7: when women wear like cat outfits. You know, I don't want to hear them sing, just put on the cat spandex and crawl around for me a little bit. You know what was good
1: about... (laughs) Here, there were two things. There were two things good about cats. (laughs) What? And it wasn't the music. It was the the makeup and leotard costumes. Those were pretty damn fantastic. Better than Lion King? No, no. Lion King was... But th- that was many years later. I mean, right. this is, you know, or er, like, well, when did Captain? 70s, come out? wasn't 30 it? 30 years ago, something crazy like that. Um, but they also had great um, uh, set pieces that lifted up on hydro. Yeah, back yeah. when
7: hydraulics were a new thing. Yeah, now it was, everybody's got hydraulics. It was very and, cool. And but that was about
1: and... it. Yeah, the, the rest of the music is like yawn or.
7: I fall asleep. I can't go to musicals. And interesting, Robin was a musical theater, and her daughter. Who's from out here is going to Temple as a senior as a musical theater, so I have to go see all the plays because they're part of the family. But I'm not a big musical guy. The only you, musical I liked was when we went to Vegas and saw Phantom of the Opera because they do like an hour and a half version. It's like yes, the, the it's like the it's like Which the Reader's Digest recommends. version of, of Phantom of the Opera. No, and they got a theater I have to admit a, though, you know, and it's amazing. The
1: track It's it's like the, it's the kind of musical that you can take a guy to because it's shorter. They cut out all the like. There's certain. They just play songs. the hits.
7: Just give me the hits. <laughs> the hits. All the other crappy songs, the B sides. I don't, don't want to hear those. That
1: have that go on forever <laughs> and ever and ever. They cut it down to just like three three refrains. And, and there's they like three have guys, pilot- guys
7: who are phantoms because in the Vegas where they have it, there's a gig- You know, there's a gigantic uh, what is that thing? Chandelier. The chandelier, and and the phantom comes down the chandelier, and then he appears on stage. So they got like four guys. But were all dressed as the Phantom. And at first I thought, dude, how did he
1: get from that chandelier and he's backstage? Yeah. yeah. But it was cool because there's pyrotechnics. And stuff blows pyrotechnics.
7: up. you got to have stuff blow up. Yeah. If you're going to do a musical, st- I hate these to are, say it, shit has to blow up. All right? That's what everybody wants. Stuff is, to blow up.
1: This is the kind of musical. Tony. So either <laughs> shit has to blow up or there has to be swearing or nudity.
7: No, I don't need And then, and need then you'd be okay
1: with, with musicals. Nudity
7: and explosions. <laughs> that's all I need. <laughs> Nudity and explosions. Saturday night. What's that?
3: I said that's basically my Saturday
1: night. <laughs> there you go. Nudity and explosions.
7: <laughs> By the way, have there been any cat explosions in you our gotta, uh,
1: you, know, you can go to the our doctor apartment. for that. Later. Yeah, actually, yeah, actually uh, Sir Lawrence
3: has been throwing up a little bit, but... Have, have you, been, you, putting the, uh, have have you been, been
1: putting the powder in is in yes. his
3: food? Yes. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. How You've much
1: been powder putting the, uh, What is the stuff called that you bought? Enzymes.
7: Enzymes.
1: You need to put like yeah. three of those scoops into a full full dish. Three? Yes.
3: Okay. I only put one. Well, that would explain it.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I've been putting
7: one. Put more enzymes. More enzymes, less throw up. Yep. Cat, no, it's not hairballs. It's just. You got it. Robin, you know, because Robin's on obsessed with the... So we, our, our youngest cat, who was the son of our the first cat that I got, he's like, he doesn't go to the bathroom in the litter box. He doesn't pee on rugs. He just, he goes on the floor. He, no, he, he pees in the litter box, but he poops on the floor. And it's a tile floor, so we clean it up.
1: And we're really hoping that Jackson Galaxy is going to call us someday and give us an explanation as to what's going on. But his website is fantastic, and I found information. For those of you who have cats and have the same problem... Big cats. We have big, huge cats. They're not as big as Maine Coons, but they're like 17 pounds, humongous cats. And um, uh, this particular problem... They're not
7: as good, though, as, as Jeff was up there. No, right?
1: no, no. Seven, but apparently, yeah. b- cats that are really heavy and big-boned, they, they don't like certain litter because they sink down into it and they feel uncomfortable. And so when they're peeing, they're fine because they're spread out on all fours, but when they're pooping, they have a different... Uh,
7: Where else are you getting this on a sports <laughs> podcast? So they, so they sink Nowhere. down,
1: they down. don't Nowhere. like it, and we found, we found a new litter system, <laughs> and we're hoping that's going to work. But yes, the enzymes, if you have a cat that throws up a lot, go out and get enzymes.
7: Especially if they're eating the same food over and over again?
1: Because the fresh... They, they, when they eat dry food, all the enzymes have been cooked out of it, and they need that in their system so that they don't uh, overproduced bile.
7: There you have it. The sick cat lady, Miss Robert go. here tonight with cat... Uh, but that's, cat thanks, the...
1: that's Jackson Galaxy's website.
7: <coughs> you what, got a cat, cat hint? A cat hint? Oh,
1: come up, come up and give us cat hints. <laughs> cat I hints can't believe the...
0: we're talking about cat poop <laughs> on the podcast tonight. So so I I got a big cat too. Uh-huh. you know One of the seventeen pounds. But, yeah. What yeah. kind of cat is it? Is it? It's a, a, it was a shelter rescue thing. I don't know. It it was. Is it street. just overfed or is it a cat that's well, supposed to be well, large? Well, you know what hap- It it eat, wants to eat constantly, and so we were feeding it, just making a big pile, and it would just sort of fill up the bowl constantly, and it would eat. It kept throwing up, and I got this hint from you know a lady in the store, which was that. They eat and the dry food, and then they drink, and then it swells up inside their tummy after they drink the water, and that makes them want to throw up. That's what Luigi does every Saturday night. Though. <laughs> so, so the big exactly hint right. was you have to just give them a little bit, and then and at a time, and you got to spread it out like in a big get a big like pie tin or something and spread it out so they have to work at it to eat it, <laughs> and, and then don't overfeed them, and then they and they won't throw up.
1: Luckily enough, our cats don't just wolf it down. We're, they, they're, they're pretty actually, civilized.
7: Luigi?
3: I actually have a solution. To, yeah, I have a solution to all these cat problems. What oh, is really? That? Get a dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Says the man Yeah, who, but you would have
7: to be... So you don't have to walk our cats. Yes. All you got to do is clean the litter box and feed them. This is if, also for the dog, man who If we had a dog, you would have to be walking the dog in the cold weather and in the ice and snow and then put those stupid little booties on them so they don't get their feet in the salt and then they get messed up feet when you're walking a dog in ice, right? But, but you ever he, see these people that have these booties that they put on the dogs?
1: Yeah, I know, and they, they look goofy when they first put them on. But Luigi is also the man who wants to steal Riddle from us, exactly. the one cat. Exactly. But, Tony, oh, do you cats, know what... That's a that's a cool cat. Do you know what time it is?
7: Uh, it's time to go home?
1: It is. We are... It's time we, for
7: Luigi. What time do you have to get up and go to work, Luigi?
1: Uh, I have to get
3: up and go back to work in about five hours.
7: Wow. Not four?
3: Yeah, I'm actually... <sighs> No, not for Tony, not for. I'm actually, uh, because my girlfriend is upstairs sleeping and I don't want to wake her up to finish the show, I am on the fourth floor walking back and forth of Dockside finishing Beautiful. the show. Oh,
1: I'm sure everybody that's on the fourth floor is really enjoying that. <gasps> well,
7: yeah, Luigi, good, 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 good job, good man. I go to bed. Laundry. Go to bed, and we'll talk to you tomorrow, buddy. Thank you. You're the man. There he is, Luigi Curto back in Philly, manning the phone tonight. Let's give him a roaring round of applause. Great guy, he's a great kid. Wants to learn the business, and he uh, hooked on with us. He doesn't make any money, but he's a volunteer, and that's all that matters. It's all about volunteering. And Because we had, uh, who was it that wanted to be on our show, who uh, came up to us tonight and said, I want to be a part of the podcast. I said, will you work for free? They said, no, and then said, you can't be a part of the podcast. <laughs> but we want to thank everybody. We got to start off by thanking all the great people here, Jeff Kramer and all the great folks, and, and obviously uh, Derek McCall and... Uh, Lauren Shields from Comedy Sports out here. Come out and see them on weekends. They do a great, great job. It's a fun night out. It's a great show. Saturday night, Friday night, every night, every Friday night at 9, Saturday at 7, and then the midnight show on Saturday at 9.15. If you can figure that out, then you'll come out here and have a great time. I want to thank them for allowing us to come out here and use their beautiful little theater. All of our great friends out here in San Jose who came out and went to the website, TonyBrunoShow.com. Great. We'll hang out and uh, say hi to everybody. Want to take some selfies or whatever, some pictures? We'll do that. And everybody listening all over the world on uh, SoundCloud, on iTunes, and listening to us tonight also and calling in from all over. We'll see you around the the Bay Area all week. We'll see you at the Super Bowl party on Sunday. Go to the website, TonyBrunoShow.com. Thanks again, everybody, for coming out. And we'll see you soon, right here on the Tony Bruno Show Podcast Live. (laughs)
2: There is a new shiny star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to the podcast platforms you to listen today. The Home Depot Days of Doing bath and kitchen event is going on now. With everything you need to let the savings flow like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brush nickel finish for just 99 bucks, It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More do it. Offer valid October 5th while supplies last.
4: And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive.